Hey everyone, welcome to the Classic Gaming Podcast. I'm Robert Ring. That was Alone in the Chaos with our intro music. With me is the one and only... Well, there's probably more people with the same name, but probably not too many. Jay Totoro. Not a single one. Howdy. I wonder, have you ever have you ever uh, Googled yourself? <laughs> I Googled myself all the time. <laughs> all over your computer. Uh, I yeah, wonder... no, I have Googled myself a lot. Of, the only thing comes up, or not as much anymore, it's kind of sad, is... Uh, like a couple of years ago when I Google myself, it would always come up with all the stuff from StarCraft. But oh, yeah, now yeah. it doesn't come up as anymore. Most of the stuff comes up with like some of the stuff I did with esports and most of the articles that I've written because I signed. Like after a while, I kind of pulled a Kevin Naki and just kind of stopped using my gamer tag and just used my full name. So um, it just comes up with all my stuff from esports primarily. Um, Which is pretty cool. I found someone. On MySpace, do you have a MySpace account? No, or did not you? anymore. I did, yeah. There, there's a <laughs> I think I found... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Did you find Blake the Hedgehog on No, MySpace? I think I found you, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably, my sister made me one. My sister made me a MySpace account. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I found that, and... Actually, all I can find is, uh... Actually, you like you are actually the only J Totoro. Like, there oh are, yeah, there first are... and last name. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a couple Totorovs, which is because it's a, my last name's Polish, and or Russian, so there are people with the last name Totorov. I uh, there are a surprising number of Robert Rings, if you look that up. Like, I think the last like, name's uh, pretty prevalent, so like I could see that. Ring is. Yeah, I think so at least. Like, my grandfather was Robert Ring, but, like, there are tons of Robert Rings that are not related to me, and that's mm-hmm. kind of surprising to me. But I guess Ring's not as as weird as Totoro. I've never met another Totoro, but I've met Totoros, which is close. But I've never seen another Totoro other than people. Yeah, I've never, yeah, I've never met another Ring. But, yeah, I see, like, I see all your stuff when I pull, up, when mm-hmm. I pull you up on Google. But enough about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake's going to be coming in a little while, supposedly. He had some... Who knows what that he had to apparently take care of that he thinks is more important than this. Yeah, fuck Blake. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, any awesome uh, any awesome goings on in the goings past few weeks? Uh, Overwatch beta starts in a couple days. I think like the 20th. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fallout 4 comes out the 10th of next month. Uh, they showed the beta for oh, the Oh yeah, you're a huge Star. Fallout fan. Yeah, Poison. So there's a lot of stuff. I'm actually excited. Like normally I'm not um there's not really much going on for me, but lately there's been quite a bit, so I'm excited. I really want we talked about this briefly earlier, but I really want to play uh Keep Talking and No One Explodes. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched some guys successfully do that and it was one of the most interesting things I've ever watched. Like him and his friends, it was just nuts. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh-huh. really fun. <laughs> like even just what yeah, like I watched I saw uh, the the first like I had heard the name but I really didn't know anything about it and the first thing I actually saw of people playing it was uh on Giant Bomb and it like it looks like the most like it looks like chaotic, one of the most entertaining yeah. chaotic games like mm-hmm. you could like possibly conceive. Yeah, no, uh, it definitely looks pretty cool. I'm excited. <laughs> I really if if for everybody listening, just look up uh keep talking and no one explodes. It's uh. I won't spend too much time on it, but it looks really, really fun. It basically takes, like, any sort of bomb defusal scene from, like, a movie or TV show, and that's pretty much the game. But the thing is, it's co-op, and one person has a physical printout 
of like the bomb defusal manual and they're not allowed to look at the screen and then the other person's actually playing at the computer and they have the bomb in front of them that they're trying to defuse and they have to like yell shit back and forth and like tell them like what color each wire is to try to figure out like what stuff to cut and like what buttons to press and all this stuff and uh <laughs> it's amazing it sounds a lot simpler than it is like you make it sound so simple and compared like it's yeah. just a big clusterfuck like that's <laughs> the is. best way i can describe it it's just a huge clusterfuck oh for fuck's sake hey can you hear oh, me Hey, what's up? Oh, hey, all right, my Skype is... is... I need to restart my Skype. I'll be oh back. Oh, my like God. This is the night of technical fuck yous. <laughs> no fuck... This should be easy. I've had this happen before. This no, should only Ro- take Robert and I haven't started. We've been, we're 30 minutes late because Robert is having technical difficulties. Yeah, I saw. Started yeah. Now. We finally yeah. started. Yeah, go ahead and do whatever <laughs> you need to do. Yeah, yeah I'll be right back. Yourself. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uh... So yeah, that looks super. And like the like it being so chaotic is like half of what, or like most of what makes it look so much fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll definitely we should we should give we should give that a shot. Oh, 100 percent. Uh, yeah, maybe we should maybe let's try to do that this weekend actually if you can. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, anything else? I don't think there's been anything too interesting going on. My daughter turned seven. We had her birthday at nice. the Build a Bear workshop. Oh, that's pretty cool. I took my that was there. fun. Previously. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you buy her something cute? Yeah, me. <laughs> you got her one of the Jay Totoro build a bears? Oh my god, yes I did. Wow, is it Jay Teddy Row? That'd be like. Huh? Teddy Row? Are you talking about Teddy Roosevelt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's, where teddy that's bears the reference. Oh, oh yeah, okay, that's true. Come on. Um, besides that, let's get into some news. Let's talk about news because we are like 30 minutes late recording this podcast yep. because my computer's acting like a complete asshole. Uh, yeah, and you're you are really being a wuss because dude, I get, I get up, up to get up at six every day. Dude, you know what time I get up? Five. Yeah. Guess where you work from? Home. <laughs> Guess where I work from? An office. But look, you're also two hours behind me, or ahead of me, or however it works. I go to bed, when I go to bed, it's it's 7.30 for you right now, it's 9.30 for me. Yeah. I'm going to go to bed at probably 11.30 or 12. Well, I'm not I'm not immediately going to go to bed, that's the other thing. I'm going to, I have some stuff to do before I go to bed. Well, just, just, just put that, just procrastinate. No, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> it's not stuff you want to procrastinate on, Robert, I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, I got oh, you. there I got it is. You. There we go. There you go. Hence right, why well, I can't, I'm so adamant. I can't argue with that. Um. All right, well, let's talk about news then. Uh, what you got? What you got? Anything? I got nothing. Are you kidding me? I got video you. games. There we go. He's back again. Yeah. Hey, Blake. Hi. Hello. Do you want to tell us, have you been up to anything cool? We're about to um, start news. No, no, I have not. This is, sucks. even even for us, this is the most unprofessional podcast we've done yet <laughs> so far. I can just go off and start making noises if you want. <laughs> Might as well. Go with that. Uh, yeah, this is well, pretty ridiculous. Um, But anyway, yeah, so, Blake, you, uh, real quick, we were just talking about keep talking and no one explodes. Ah, yeah. Thinking about, are you thinking about getting that still? You said, I think you said. Um, I'm thinking about it, but I haven't decided yet. Cause like, I wanted to stream it, but it's kind of like already 
a gaunt. Yeah, a gaunt it's kind of a lost Twitch. thing. I don't, I don't think you'll get much off Twitch, to be honest. Yeah. How much is it? Fifteen. Okay. Uh, it's fifteen dollars more than I want to spend right now. Well, like what we could like if like if one of y'all want to play like one of You're us could buy like only one of us has to buy it. Yeah, only one oh, person. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Okay. But then, but yeah, but like only that person would be able to be the one defusing the bomb. But still, that would be that's fun. It would still be fun. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, actually, if we did that, I would probably buy it for one of you guys because I think it would be funnier if I, if. If you were the one yelling at me. Blake's streaming it, yeah, I was going to say. Blake's a streamer. Uh, oh, Blake streams? <laughs> you stream yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, twitch.tv. Oh, hey, hey. What, slash PewDiePie? Did you say slash PewDiePie? No, no, I don't think he's oh. ever been on Twitch, actually. <laughs> oh, dog, YouTube's going to buy his contract. Why don't you plug your uh, shirts real quick, Blake, and then we'll talk about news. All right, hey, if you want a really cool design, really cool, very simple... Uh, go to teespring.com slash slackers inc. S L A C K E R S I N C. Inc. like incorporated. Um, you can get hoodies. Winter's coming. You better bundle the fuck up, man. Winter's coming. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See, if you buy one of my hoodies, you can keep warm. You can warm up while slacking off. You see how it works? Yeah. There you go. Nice. It's short, succinct. You got the point across. Right. It's done. That's how I roll. Uh, that's, that's, that's good. All right, news. Uh, let's see what we got here. Nintendo. <laughs> They're coming out with their new thing in a little while. What is their new and, thing? Their new system yet? Yeah. Okay. The little, a little bit of news came out about it. Uh, it's going to be the, well, the, N, the NX. You've heard about that, haven't you? No, I haven't heard anything about this. Okay, well, I've heard a little bit. I didn't read too much because I thought you probably would know a lot about it. Uh, it, The new Nintendo system is going to be called the NX. Uh, Is it a console or a handheld? It is a – supposedly it's going to be some sort of console handheld hybrid. Um, But it's a console. But it is – my understanding is it is a console. Huh. And there's probably more details out there. They they have begun distributing their software kit. It's supposed to come out next year. Wow. That's, That's a all I know. Around. What They've about the Wii U? I like this system. Uh, hey, hey. Oh, hey, hey. Hey, guess what? 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 Chicken butt? I, I got a Wii U. Oh, did he miss? Nice. Yeah. I only have uh, Mario Maker and Mario Kart right now, but they're both really good. That's all you need. Yeah, very good. Right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, I got that a few weeks ago because, like, it was, like, a really slow week. Like, I was kind of wanting – like, ever since Mario Maker came out, I was like, that might push me over the edge to buy – to go ahead and spring for the Wii U. And then, like, there was this one weekend where, like – we didn't have anything to do, and like my wife was sick, and I was like, "What am I? What, what am? What am? You know, what am I gonna do all weekend? What? What am I? What is my six-year-old gonna do all weekend?" So I was like, "I'm gonna do it." So we played that. <laughs> I was like, you know, letting Did her you make the, uh, me. Mario Maker bundle then? No, I didn't get the bundle because like, well, they only had that at Walmart. Okay. Uh, and like, I didn't feel like going to Walmart to see if they had that specific one just because. 
the only one, like, I checked the Walmarts and one of them said they had it, but it was like 30 minutes away and I didn't feel like going that far. So, I just went and bought the, uh, I bought the, the one I bought was the Mario Kart bundle, and then I just bought Mario Maker. Alright, fair enough. I guess. Yeah. So I had made, so I had her make me ridiculous levels all weekend, and she just basically every single level she makes, she just puts like giant monsters with wings all over the place. Mm, that sounds like I most people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that's that's what I've seen so far as well. That's actually I've actually I've come across some pretty good levels. Like you get like eventually like. You know, when you're playing online, there's not really a good way to sift through the levels, so you just got to play whatever, sort of. But, like, there are a lot that are, like, just, you know, super ridiculous or just, like, stupid. But there are some, like, genuinely good, like, regular Mario levels. Like, this could be in a Mario game, and it's actually done really well. I actually just got done playing one of those a minute ago, right before the podcast. Um, But, yeah, that's awesome. Mario Kart's awesome. That's all I got. On that one. All right. Well, this was a good podcast. Um, <laughs> nice catching up, maybe, Yeah. Maybe we should start actually getting onto the show now. Yeah, since we're apparently needing, we're like tight on time already. <laughs> we're 30 minutes late, and then we're lagging on that, and then we were already in a rush in the first place. Next piece of news. <laughs> uh, I, okay. There's more news? There's one, there's two more things. Actually, one of these is kind of old, but I just now learned about it. Do you guys, are y'all familiar with the game Wacky Wheels? Nope. No. <laughs> okay. Well, you're in luck, because I actually played this, I played two games, they're related, uh, and this was one of them, so we'll talk about it in a few minutes, but uh, Wacky Wheels is basically, it's not quite a Mario Kart clone, but it is like heavily, heavily inspired by Mario Kart. And it came out on PC uh, shortly after, like, Mario Kart came out back in the 90s, whenever, like, the first Mario Kart came out. And uh, it, it's pretty much, like, the game that people bought and played if they didn't have a Super Nintendo. It's a kart racing game. It looks very, very similar. Uh, it's got a pretty good following, mostly just because, again, mostly from people who didn't have a Super Nintendo but wanted to play something like this uh, after okay. Super Mario Kart came out. Uh, they're coming out with, well, a company is, uh, making a remake of Wacky Wheels. Uh, Cascadia Games is remaking Wacky Wheels. I don't know, I think it's supposed to be out by the end, like, maybe next, like, maybe November? Um, but if you're, anyway, if you're familiar with Wacky Wheels at all and you want to check this out, uh, you can go to wackywheelsracing.com, and they're apparently... They've been greenlit on Steam, and they're apparently pretty close to coming out with uh, this remake. So, uh, we'll see how that turns out. The only other thing I have is uh, somebody broke the, the Super Mario Brothers world record. Oh, yeah. On it, the it, 20th or 25th? It was 25th, right? Well, today's the 21st. Anniversary. It was the 20th anniversary. No, okay. Um, it was the 20th anniversary. They broke the oh. world record on the 20th anniversary of the game's release. Oh, oh, oh. No, 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 no. What? Yeah. That, no, it would have been the third. No, it was the 30th anniversary. Was it the 30th? 
Wait, hold on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not paying. I was thinking it was the 25th, and I was like, wait, no. Didn't it end in a zero? <laughs> yeah, yeah, 30th. So yeah, I didn't know that they... anniversary. Okay, I didn't know that that was when they broke it, but... um. Yeah, so this guy, he beat, uh, let's see, Darbian is his name. Um, he beat Mario, the original Mario on NES, uh, in 4 minutes and 57.627 seconds. And apparently, from what I've read, is that is only 3 seconds slower than, like, a perfect computer-controlled run-through hmm. of the game. Uh, I'm, I haven't watched it yet. I've got it playing right now, kind of on the side, and it's pretty much like what you would expect, like just insane. The whole run is basically completely optimized at this point. So to find someone that's like to see any improvement at all is ridiculous, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty insane. Um, the the <laughs> I, I realize it's probably not a big deal for somebody like him who like play, just I'm sure plays the game over and over, you know multiple like tons of times every single day but that one part unlike one of the levels on the last world where you have to do that long jump and land on that one tile wide little platform you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. like i could see me doing something like this but then losing on that one every single time yeah there's a lot of muscle memory there that uh yeah you learn when you play he um that was his 6607th attempt uh oh, really the game yeah <laughs> so he, he's had a little bit of practice <laughs> that's almost as many times as you played uh binding of isaac it's getting close yeah <laughs> uh i think that's all the news anything else or you guys want to jump into uh games i think that's about it yeah yeah well uh, i Okay, I'll start then since we were talking about Wacky Wheels. Um, I played, for this week, I played Super Mario Kart and Wacky Wheels. <laughs> so, uh, Super Mario Kart is a pretty fucking awesome game. Yes, it is. Turns out. Uh, Turns out. <laughs> Bet you guys uh, didn't like... know this. <laughs> <laughs> Can you deal with this? I played this really obscure game called Super Mario Kart. Uh... Does anybody like have you have either of you ever heard of anyone who doesn't like Mario Kart? Like I've never heard anybody not liking Mario Kart. I like it, but I I don't love it. It's kind of like Goldeneye for me. Like I, I enjoy playing it, but it's not like oh my god, I'll give anything to play this game. Well, but back in the sense. day, you probably would have. No, honestly, I thought it was oh. fun, but it wasn't my it wasn't my thing. Like I liked it and I played it once in a while, but it wasn't like the way like you know most people would like give their left nut to play that shit. Yeah. Like I liked Mario Party that way. Like that Mario Party was my was my Goldeneye or Mario Kart type game. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, it's still a really good game. Yeah, I mean, I used to love this pretty much as much as everybody except for Jay used to. Uh, it's, I mean, Mario. If you haven't played Super, the original Super Mario Kart, you should. I'm sure. Well, I mean, you are Patrick Star. You live under a rock. Let's be honest. I'm not saying no. Well, no, no. Okay, I'm not saying that it holds up especially well. I'm sure. just saying that you should play it just to see, just for history's sake. Uh, I mean, <laughs> because I actually went back to play it a while back. Um, this was probably years ago now, but the experience really stuck with me in a not but, good way. <laughs> like, it has but, not aged well. 
Yeah, it has. I, I will say it hasn't aged very well. Uh, I mean, there are plenty. There are what like eight Mario. So there are eight Mario Karts out now. Yeah. Uh, there are definitely better ones. I mean, the most recent one is my favorite, but I haven't played half of them. Uh, I really liked uh, Double Dash on the GameCube. I hadn't played it. Played um, that. it was cool because you had like two racers on your cart, and then you could switch them around. And, um, like, you'd be able to hold two weapons. So it was really cool. Uh, it added yeah, some really interesting play. depth to the game. Yeah. Uh, I think so most like, people's favorite is 64 for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what I actually thought you were talking about, to be honest. Isn't that the, is that the one that he plays in the, that the kid plays in the Sopranos? Do you all remember that? In the Sopranos, there was that one like subplot for a few episodes where the son. I was, haven't seen like, the show, so I won't know. He was like addicted to Mario Kart for some reason. I don't. I don't remember like what they ended up doing with that like plot line. Like I don't think it any ever went anywhere. But the only the main thing I remember was that his his like parents got pissed off at him for playing it so much, and his mom goes, "No more Mario Kart." <laughs> oh God. That was the highlight of the entire series. Um, so, like Mario Kart was the first, as far as I'm, as far as I know, for sort of like kart racer game where the the premise of it is not so. So obviously it's a racing game, but it's not so much like go super fast and see how like fast you can go uh, on these like difficult tracks. Like the tracks are difficult, but it was more about making like interesting, like fun tracks to play that had neat little like hazards and stuff. Uh, and like, you know, cool characters, like, you know, in most probably just about any racing game up to that point, like you're, you're just, you're driving just a car and you don't actually see the driver. So it was cool back then to get to see like the, not only get to see the driver's, because they're like sticking out of the little like go karts basically, but that, they're Nintendo characters that you get to control, and uh, and of course then there's like the items that you can pick up and shoot shells at people, and uh, and do all that kind of stuff to kind of like mess with each other while you're racing, just to kind of like add another little element to it. Yeah. So like Mario Kart this was, was like, huh? this was kind of the era of Mario when like Nintendo produced Mario games could do no wrong. Yes. I specified Nintendo produced Mario games because <laughs> of Mario was missing, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah. Um, like, this is when they really started to branch out with the IP, I feel like, and do some different stuff with it, do non-platforming things. Um, and then, like, the <laughs> on the opposite end of the spectrum from Mario was missing, we have Super Mario RPG, um, an incredible success of a different company using the IP, and one of the very few times where Nintendo ever allowed that to happen. Mm-hmm. And just, I feel like... uh, it was, it, I, it's just weird to think back and be like, this is when it began. It was pretty much Super Mario Kart. Like, Super Mario Kart led to Mario Tennis, to, Mario Kart 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 um, led to uh, all of the, the Mario Sonic. Mario and Sonic do the Olympics or whatever the hell that game was called. <laughs> I hadn't even heard of that one. You haven't? Yeah, it was a Wii title. <laughs> I've never played it. It's I, it, I think it's just like mini games. So like, it got hasn't... It. Never played it once. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it hasn't held up incredibly well, but like for its time... They did an awesome job with this game of just making, like, 
a, a fun racing game that you didn't have to take super seriously. You didn't have to be like ultra skilled to play it. It was, but it was still super fun. It was like really, really fun to play multiplayer, especially like with your friends. Uh, the battle mode was awesome too. Battle uh, mode was probably my favorite thing as a kid. Um, that's what yeah. my cousin and I put, tried to put a lot of time into. Battle mode was a pain in the ass too. <laughs> was it? I, I, oh, yeah, like, it's a, fun. I mean, I was a kid, but it'd probably be a lot easier now since I'm not an idiot, but, uh, that's right, <laughs> a idiot. Did that one Um, but like Battle Mode, it was, uh, that, that's kind of like the scrabble of video games back then. That's the kind of shit that caused fights. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, that's true. Uh, they, they did have, well, I guess, you know, they had a somewhat limited, uh, set of like, uh, like track textures. Uh, I guess there were like five or six maybe. So it wasn't like really limited, but you'd have like the, the, the four different cups. And basically in each one, you've got like, one or two, like, regular, like, grassy levels, a castle level, uh, like, dirt level. Some of them had, like, a beach level. And then a haunted house level on a couple of them. And then, of course, there's Rainbow Road, uh, which which was, like, super... <laughs> Rainbow Road! Hey, what's wrong with Rainbow Road? Man, I don't know if Rainbow Road was worse or some of those haunted houses. Those things they were rough. Are... They were, I, I agree with that. I was, I was playing it some more today and on the special cup, which is the one that you unlock and it's got yeah. Rainbow Road at the end. Yeah. Like I just barely made it to Rainbow Road and I will say like, I love Rainbow Road, but it is super frustrating to play. And so what, what I'll say this one thing that is, that is annoying about the game is like on Rainbow Road, for instance, first of all, there's, there's no edges to the, uh, to the track, so you fall off if you, like, hit the edge. But, so that's that's difficult, but, you know, whatever, that's doable. But what is super annoying about it is that apparently the uh, the AI-controlled carts, the other seven racers on the track, do are not affected by obstacles or hazards at all. So, like, on Rainbow Road, there's the uh, Thwomps, and I literally would see drivers just going, just driving directly through them. And they take up like 80% of the track on some points. So you have to like either get so close to the edge that you're about to fall off or hope that you can time it just right to go through before they slam down on you. But everybody else is just like going straight, is just like driving straight through them. So that was kind of annoying. They also, uh, apparently like if, so the other, the other characters, they don't pick up power-ups like you do. They have kind of like their own. Like Donkey Kong can just like lay bananas all day long. And Bowser does the same thing except he has these little like fireballs. And uh, Princess, the princess shoots mushrooms. Luigi fucking turns invincible however many times he wants to. So like if you Luigi get Luigi and Lu Mario. Mario does too? Yeah, they both do so, the same damn thing. Uh, so that was pretty annoying because if you get anywhere near them, you have to like make a point to stay like to like veer off way to the side because they just keep like activating invincibility and there's nothing you can do about it. So like that along with them going through obstacles as well as if an if a if an AI controlled character throws down a banana or whatever, the other characters do uh, this like super jump if they get to it. So they just like go flying over it instead of getting hit by it. 
So, like, that kind of stuff is pretty annoying and pretty weird. But overall, like... I think that's one of the worst AI designs in any game I can think of. Like, it was really frustrating to play that game just because of that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it it feels super cheap. I think not not just the cheapness. Like, the cheapness was always just pissed me off so much. But I really hated that the AI got all these special, unique weapons that you could never use. That, like, there weren't any codes for. There was nothing. I don't think that those showed up. I think this was the other part of the uh, big reason that I really like Double Dash is because your characters have unique items in that game. So, you, um, okay. like, like I was saying, you would have two characters on your cart, and one character, like, you'd have Mario, and they'd have, I don't know, like a giant fireball or something as theirs. And then if you had DK on the back of your cart, he had a giant banana as his thing. And it, like, it takes up a big chunk of the road. And it was just awesome to finally have access to, like, have the racers mean more than just their top speed and all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, I, that, I love the unique items. That's, that's another thing, like, some of the racers are, like, obviously much better than the others. Like, some of them just, like, spin out the second you start turning. And, like, there were, like, a few that were pretty good overall, but, like, some of them are just ridiculous. It's like, you gotta pick the right guy to play. You can't be Donkey Kong or Bowser on that game. And finally, the last thing I thought that, that I've always thought was really weird about it is Donkey Kong is wearing a wife beater. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of his old designs, I believe. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I, I think so. It, 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 there's a reason for it to be there, actually. Okay. Well, there's also that. What about the coin mechanic? Because I remember that being really dumb. Um, yeah. So there's the coin mechanic. Uh, I don't know if all Mario Kart games have this. Mario Eight has coins. Uh, I think most of them have coins, coins, but they work differently. Yeah, they work differently. So in this one, what is it? If you get a hundred, then you get a new life. Is that how it works? Some, well, it, isn't it like a 12 max per course or something? Like, I, I, I'm I don't actually think there was a I max. I don't okay. think there was a max on this one. If, I, I think if you get a certain amount, then you get an extra life. Something I, like that. I, well, probably, I, I also think that they, if you get hit when you don't have coins, I believe it's a bigger spin out than when you do. Oh, really? Okay. Maybe. That sounds right. points too. That sounds then, right. Um, I didn't I didn't really pay close attention to that as I was playing. Yeah. And then if you don't get like top 3 in a race and you have to redo that race, you have to spend coins, and if you're out of coins, you have to start back over from the beginning of the cup. Okay. So yeah, that's kind of that's a little bit I like the I like the just like whatever place you place in and go on to the next race. I like that. Yeah, I like that design a lot better. But I, it was kind of like the design back then of like, oh, it, it needs to have this story mode, for lack of a better term. It needs to have these goals, etc. And right. that was the most simplistic way to do it. And nowadays we have Mario Kart 8 where the goals have changed a lot. And instead of um, the goal of like, oh, you have to win, it's like you want to win so that you can unlock more stuff. Yeah. And this one was kind of like the sort of like the classic like making it a little bit more difficult to squeeze more time out of the game. Yeah. That's just how a lot of games were back then. Except for a lot of the Mario games, funny enough. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. Um, so there's Mario Kart. and then, So I also played Wacky Wheels. I'll try to keep this short because I know I'm kind of going on. 
But so, like I said, it's if you if you look at a screenshot of Wacky Wheels, this was a uh, an MS DOS game. Um, you're like, okay, that's a Mario Kart clone. When you play it, it doesn't feel quite like a clone. Just so much as like the guys were like, all right, we got to make a game just like Mario Kart, but without Mario characters. So like it feels like its own game, uh, but it doesn't really look like its own game. Um, uh, so the animal, so so the drivers in Wacky Wheels, they're all driving like little go karts, just like Mario Kart. Uh, but they're ant, they're just like plain animals instead of characters. So there's like a shark and a raccoon, and uh, I think there's like a gorilla and like. like Stuff like that. The shark's obviously the coolest one, so I so I played as him every time. Uh, uh, there are not as many power ups in this one. In fact, I think there's only like three or four, and it basically all most of them come down to shooting the other guys. There are fewer tile sets than Mario Kart. There's only three or four different types of levels in the whole game. Uh, and it's basically like regular, like grassy with a dirt road, and then like a more like a dirt level, and then like a waterish level. And I think that's pretty much it. There's probably something that I'm leaving out. Um, the driving mechanics are really, really awkward. Like if you have to take a sharp turn, then you hit. Uh, for me, it was the space bar. I guess it's supposed to be like the emergency brake. But it, like, instantaneously turns you 90 degrees. So it's like... That's how brakes work, right? (laughs) Yeah. Really? That's how my car drives. (laughs) What's wrong with your car, Robert? Uh, I don't know. So it's really, really awkward to to turn that way. Um, And then... So the, the most random thing about the game that I couldn't figure out is that there are little hedgehogs all over every stage and they're like they're like some of the hedgehogs are like standing there wearing a trench coat some hedgehogs are sitting there shooting a gun some hedgehogs are lifting weights some hedgehogs are sitting on a toilet stop saying hedgehogs (laughs) some of them are like just standing there reading the newspaper and they're just like randomly standing in the track but they're not hazards when you hit the hedgehog, wait, wait, then wait, you... wait. Are some of them going really fast? I gotta know. <laughs> you Are some know, of them not moving. The hedgehog or... They're uh, <laughs> they're brown hedgehogs. They're not blue. They're not moving. They don't even move. They're sitting there lifting weights or shooting a gun or doing whatever. And when you hit them, it gives you ammo. And your ammo is hedgehogs that you shoot at people. So. When you run over these hedgehogs lifting weights or standing there in a trench coat, then it, like, gives you, like... Like, if you hit one, it's weird. It gives you, like, three hedgehogs, and then you, like, your ammo accumulates throughout the race, and then you can shoot the the hedgehogs at people, and they, like, roll at them as little balls. So that's, like... That was pretty weird. Uh, And it didn't really add too much fun to the game, because, like, just the items in general were not as fun as, like, Mario Kart. It's like, they had to come up with some sort of goofy shooting mechanic and that was for some fucked up reason what they decided to go with uh and then finally i don't know if this was just a dos box thing so this might not have been uh, an aspect of the original game but for me the frame rate was really bad to where like when i turned it was difficult to kind of like 
get my bearings after taking a turn to kind of like figure out exactly what I was looking at and what I needed to focus on like doing next to stay on the track. So that was a little bit of a letdown. Overall, Wacky Wheels is not a very good game. I can see why back in the, I guess, early to mid night, I guess it was probably mid-ish 90s, uh... I can see why this would be a good, like, fallback if you didn't have a Super Nintendo and all your friends were playing Mario Kart and you wanted something like that and all you had was a PC. I can see why you would go for this game back then, but I was pretty disappointed in it. I wasn't really expecting much, but, like, I had heard that it's got a pretty good, like, fan base or, you know, it was fairly popular when it came out. So I was like, well, maybe it's good, but no, I wasn't really impressed with it. And I'm actually kind of surprised that there's a company doing a remake of it right now. I don't really know why you would do that. Because it was pretty niche to begin with, and it wasn't even very good. It was kind of like <laughs> just serving a purpose for these specific poor little guys who didn't have a Super Nintendo. So, since we were talking about... Um, real quick interjection. Since we were talking about New World Records earlier, uh, during the recording of this pro- podcast... There was a new Super Metroid any percent world record set. Oh wow! Really? Yep. yep. Forty-two thirty-two. Uh, let me double check. Damn. Where did that? Isn't that like insanely going? fast? That's. It's the top time in the entire world. So what do you think? Well, I mean, like by how much though? Because I thought like that normally took like an hour or two usually. Even what? For... No, not for any percent. Oh? No, no. Any percent. Oh, any, okay. Yeah, 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 I know what that, I know what any percent means. Or do you? Apparently you don't. I thought any I thought the any percent record was an hour or two. Your mom's no. ass is grass, Robert. Uh just stupid. <laughs> do you know uh, who my beat Twitter it? like crashed, so hold on a second. Um he uh forty two twenty five is what he got. He was he could have had a sub forty two minute time, but uh, he got some bad drops apparently. Uh, okay, do you know what um who who was? Yeah, it was Zost. Uh, Zost Twitch.tv slash Zosty. He's pretty much regarded uh, as far as I've been able to tell as the best Super Metroid player in the world, and I believe it. <laughs> um, do you he's know? Had, any- he's been in a few races at GDQs. I think two races now. Um, and I believe he's won both of them very convincingly. Oh, damn. It, when's the next one coming up? They do it uh, half, every half year, correct? Yeah, um, the next GDQ is going to be AGDQ in January. January, okay. Yeah, because the last one wasn't too far away. We're probably like the farthest point from one, to be honest. Yeah, right farthest. in the middle of the two. Yeah. Uh, Alright, well, Blake, why don't you go next? Anyway. Um, Alright, uh, I'll talk about this. Um, Let's see here. Okay, today I beat Castlevania on stream, but I'm going to wait to talk about that until the next podcast when I do Castlevania and Castlevania well, Congratulations, 3. regardless. That's pretty legit. Yeah, well, the better, the even best part is, I'll, all right, I'll talk about Castlevania real quick. Um, I beat it. I was doing retro achievements for it. I got every single retro achievement for the game, uh, which includes beating the whole game, and then I beat every single boss at full health and with more than five hearts. So that was pretty fucking great. Um, I'm pretty happy with that. I knew that I could pull that off with um, with that game. I've played it through a few times now. I know how to beat it and everything. Uh, so I'm I'm really happy with that. Got all the retro achievements. 
actually feel pretty accomplished about that. The two games that I do want to talk about today the most, though, and I'm going to try not to ramble on a whole lot, but uh, before this, I played through Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3 last week. Oh, Mega Man 2 and 3, oh my god. These two games... Yeah, okay. What? No, I was going to say, because I remember you were talking about Mega Man recently, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, I played the first one a little okay. bit recently, and I want to go back and finish it sometime, but I haven't yet. But uh, I played Mega Man 2 and 3. Um, Mega Man 2, I got every achievement except for one. And, God, Mega Man 3, I don't remember how many of those I got. I'll have to check that out really quick. Um, but, all right, I'll start talking about Mega Man 2 first. Um, I'll, I'll be focusing mostly, I think I've talked about these on the podcast before, I can't remember exactly... But, you talked uh, about Mega Man 2 last time. No, I talked about Mega Man last time. No. I promise. You talked are about you sure? uh yeah, Metal Man with the saw blades, how his own saw blades are his best weapon against himself. Really? Was, yeah. was that during the top 3 or something? What was the top 3? No, that was your game. All right, time. okay. Time's <laughs> weird. Okay. Um Mega Man 3. I guess, then. There you go. Uh, all right. Well, all right. For Mega Man 2, the only thing I'm going to say is I got all of the achievements except for one because of the w- stupidest worst boss in the game. Fucking Boo Beam is apparently its name. Anybody that's played the name, you have to have a... You have to use the crash bombs to beat it, and you ha- basically you have to have a full weapon to beat him. And I hated it. And I tried to beat him without taking damage, and I just gave up. Uh, the what Was there anything else in that game that achievement-wise was really annoying? I don't think so. I don't know. The rest of the game was pretty simple. Beating most of the bosses without getting hit was fine, except for um, Airman is a little random, and then Quickman basically get a good opening pattern, and then it's fine. Um, Mega Man 3, I guess, is the only game I'm talking about this week, and then I'll compare it to Mega Man 2 as I go on. Um, one of the first things off that I... I wasn't sure how I felt about it. I, the, the music in Mega Man 3 might be better than Mega Man 2... I go back and forth on this all the time, and after playing through them again recently, I feel like Mega Man 3 might have the better music overall. Oh, yeah. uh, but it's a worse game overall, so it's okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I mean, I enjoy Mega Man 3. It's just that it's it's kind of like the Castlevania 3 of the Mega Man series, with Mega Man 2 being the Castlevania 1. Mega Man 2 is this uh, moderately difficult game where it doesn't usually do too much to go out of its way to screw you over really, 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 really hard. Then Mega Man 3 comes along. Um, to start off with, the checkpoints are pretty brutal most of the time. Uh, for it example, in Wily... Uh, yeah, well, like... So in Mega Man 2, your boss... Is, well, even in Mega Man 2, the Wily Castle did this pretty often. But, like, you don't get to continue straight from the boss fight. It throws you further back, which Mega Man 2 did as well. But then there are things like uh, Castlevania 1 was bad about Medusa heads. Castlevania 3 is ridiculous with instant kills. And Mega Man 3 did the same thing. Mega Man 2 had its instant kills, but in general, it's usually pretty fair about it, I feel like. Um, The one time that Mega Man 2 is a real dick is in Heat Man stage. Uh, There are these disappearing blocks that you have to jump across and you have to time the jumps right and all this. Which gets really annoying. Then yep. there's Mega Man 3, where, like, every stage has shit like that. Um, for example, the end of Sparkman stage, you'll go to jump over this pit. 
and there's no enemy in front of you. But in the middle of your jump arc, an enemy pops into the screen and hits you. So you have to know that the enemy is there, and to know that it's there, you have to die to it once, pretty much. So then you go back, you kill that guy, and then as you're jumping across, more enemies keep spawning. Yep, this sounds These like These enemies game. keep popping in. <laughs> yeah, well, this game, yeah. it was pretty bad about it. And Mega, it's, it's really, really dickish. I don't remember any moments uh, quite like that in Mega Man 2, where it's just like, oh, you had to die to this to have any idea of what was happening. Um, the closest would be in Wily's castle where you can fall down this one pit and there are spikes below it. Um, but the Mega Man 3 does it a lot more often through a lot of the stages. Uh, the other thing that sucks about it is, well, I guess there's two big things that uh, annoy me about the eight Robot Masters. Um, the Robot Masters, they don't have a good sequence for killing each other. There is, um, there's like two brackets of... There's two groups where this group of enemies, you can kill them in this order, uh, and they'll, you'll have a weakness for the next one and the next one and so on. And then there's this other smaller group where you just kind of need to kill one of them and get one of their weaknesses to make a new loop with that group. So uh, the smaller group, there's three robot masters in that one. There's Snake Man, beats Gemini Man, beats Needle Man, and Needle Man br- comes it, brings it back around and beats Snake Man again. And then the other five are in their own group. And there's some small overlap with, like, almost weaknesses, like mini weaknesses that <laughs> don't do as much damage. And that's what I ended up doing. I did the group of five first with uh, – God, who did I start with? Oh, I started with Top Man, who was really easy to get a no-head achievement on. He's got a very simple pattern. Oh, you yeah, do how not need hard man. The achievements in this one are mm, – I think it was overall easier. I think I 100 percent of this one. So you're talking uh, about the the retro achievements thing? Yes, the retro you achievements. Can, can you give us a refresher on what that is in case anybody listening isn't familiar with it? Um, it's a it's some emulators <laughs> over retroachievements.org. Let me double check. I want to make sure I got them all. No, okay, that's right. There's one that I didn't get, and I'm very fucking upset about that. I'll talk about that in a bit. Um, there's a website, retroachievements.org. You download an emulator. You download a correct version of the ROM of the game. And the emulator syncs up with their site uh, to check when certain variables in the game uh, change to determine if you've done something that would earn you the achievement. Uh, for example, just unlocking a lot of the powers, get Needle Man's power, get Magnet Man's power, so on and so forth. Those are a bunch of achievements. Then they have achievements for defeating every boss in the game without taking damage. Defeat Snake Man without taking damage. Defeat uh, the boss of Wily 1 without taking damage. So on and so forth. Um, a few of these were actually really fun to get uh, for the no-hit achievements. So I started with Top Man, and I got the no-hit on him really easily. Top beats Shadow, which anybody that's played Mega Man 3 knows how hard it is to hit Shadow Man without taking damage using the Top Man power. Anybody that's tried to beat Shadow Man without using Top Man knows how hard that fight is, period, to just win. Uh, defeating Shadow Man without taking damage is the only achievement in the game that I did not get because it is fucking stupid. Uh, I don't know if there was something with the emulator or the version of the game that I was playing or what, but there were a lot of times when I got hit and I was taking damage that I shouldn't be. Like, hitboxes just would jump around the screen sometimes, it would seem like. I would be standing a full Mega Man length away from Shadow Man sometimes (laughs) after he would slide into the wall. Like, there would be... Him and then a Mega Man size space, 
and then memes to that space. <laughs> I'm going to use that measurement this week. Uh, it's two mega it's the only way to describe it in this situation. I would be a full character away from him, and then some, and I would still like get hit after his slide attack. And that just makes an already difficult fight that much more difficult. The no-hit achievement on him, I think, is the lowest uh, achievement rate for retro achievements for this game. Uh, only 18.29% of the people that have beaten the game, uh, that have played the game, have gotten that achievement. It's it's insanely difficult, and I don't feel bad on giving up on it at all. So, alright, I went and beat Shadow Man, and from Shadow Man... Uh, Shadow Man beats uh, Spark Man. Spark Man was a little hard to no hit. It took a few tries learning. Like it, it's again, this game was much more RNG heavy compared to Mega Man Two. Um, Spark Man, I had to get a good pattern on him to stand a chance of being able to beat him without getting hit. Spark Man went uh, beats Magnet Man, who is incredibly easy to no hit even without his weakness. Like, embarrassingly easy. Uh, and then Sparkman beats... Um, God, who was after that? Or no, um, Sparkman to Magnetman, and then Magnetman beats Hardman. I had a lot of fun learning Hardman's patterns to a degree where it was like, oh, this is actually a really simple fight if you do it this way. Pretty much, I stood up against the wall. His fist flew out of the arena, so they squirt off the screen. <laughs> Normally, if you're in the middle of the map... fighting it squirts him, off the screen? No, scrolls. Uh, my high school days. I thought you said it, I said it like you said it squirts off the screen. Well, whatever. All right, so his fists go off the screen. But if you're in the middle of the screen, what's supposed to happen is that you jump over his attacks or you slide under him, and then his fists turn back around and come back at you. But if you stand at the very edge and you time it right, and the timing is pretty easy, really, uh, his fists just fly out of the screen, and then they despawn. And that's it. So then he charges at you, and you just go under him and repeat the process of much. Really easy fight. And then from there, I went and beat Snake Man, because Snake Man was kind of weak against Shadow Man's power. Uh, God, Snake Man was a giant pain in the ass. I had, like, it, to no-hit him, it required me to get out Rush Coil, hop over him as he's coming at me from the other side of the arena, and then I could get him into a pattern of jumping behind him and... um just let him run to the other side and just repeat that for a while. Okay. Uh, that was really annoying. And then what else? And then from him, uh, from Snake Man to Gemini Man, that was a pretty easy pattern to memorize. Basically shoot a snake right in front of him. And then into uh, into Needle Man, who was an annoying dick. <laughs> but I got a really lucky pattern with Needle Man pretty early on, so I got that really fast. Then, the part of the game that I hate, you just replay the same stages. The Robot Masters from Mega Man 2 come out, and you refight them. Uh, you fight two of them per stage, so you only go through four stages. And uh, the four stages is are the same four stages that you've been through in Mega Man 3 already. But, ooh, they're harder! Ooh, girl. Yeah, ooh. They've added more spikes, and you have to fly over things now. whoop de doo it's a it's really really lazy design and poorly designed, which is what frustrates me the most. Uh, not to mention the robot master refights are way harder than they need to be. Like most of them kill you in three or four hits, and you don't know what their weaknesses are or anything going into the fight. So you're like, does this weapon work? No. Oh well, look at that. I'm dead already. Cool. <laughs> I I've always hated the refights in that game. That's usually where I pretty much stop playing it. Unfortunately. 
Uh, and then from there, you go on and uh, you go through Wily's Castle. The first Wily's Castle level is basically a joke. The boss is a turtle that falls out of a pod above you, and you throw shadow blades at him. And they one hit each turtle that comes out. You do you repeat that five times, I think. Super hard fight. And then Wily Stage Two, everybody's favorite fight, the Yellow Devil from Mega Man One makes a return. Uh for those that don't know, Yellow Devil is a guy that teleports around the screen piece by piece. So he breaks off like a piece of his leg, and then that goes across, and then a piece of his shoulder will go across, and then a piece of his chest will go across, and he just repeats that until every piece of him moves onto the other side of the screen. And then you shoot him in the eye and you kill him eventually. It was a very, very annoying fight. Uh, and then you go on, you fight some hologram use, which was a, uh, weird because the biggest thing that kept screwing me over in this fight was that I would go up to the top platform. Uh, there are three platforms in the fight and I would be on the top one and I would try to jump at maximum jump height. And that would cause me to scroll over the screen and wrap around back to the bottom of the screen a little bit. So my hitbox is actually down there. And then the guys shoot at me from above and I'm jumping into a bullet that I couldn't even see before. <laughs> that really frustrated the crap out of me. Eventually yep. I got through that fight. Uh, just It was like a two second fight. Just have to kill it that fast and learn how to. Then the Wily fights, they're, these are probably, uh, some of the easiest Wily fights in the series that I can think of. Like, the first time you fight him, all you do is, uh, you take out this little ball sitting on the top of his pod, and then the top bursts open, and then you get on Rush Jet, and you shoot him a lot, and then dodge one of his shots every once in a while. It's really overly simple. Uh, compared to most of the man Wily fights. <laughs> then the final fight is just a complete waste of time. He's in this giant, like, Gutsman-esque armor, and you walk into the fight, and then you walk under him. All he's doing is shooting balls out of the top of his head. Man. So you just walk in front of those balls, you get your rush coil out, you jump onto this platform, and then you shoot him, you time it so that you're jumping in between a few of his shots. And hit him with Shadow Blade. It's painfully simple, actually. Uh, and then the final form, he has some a fi- giant fist that comes out with spikes that slides across the bottom of the floor every once in a while. Uh, but for the most part, all you do is you stay up in that same spot, and then you either drop snakes on him, or you use Top Man and spin into him. That's it. You dodge like a shot every four, three seconds or so that he shoots out, and then that's it. It's really, really, really boring fight. Um, overall, the game is good, but I cannot possibly like it more than Mega Man 2. There's so many things that the game just does that are really stupid, like the refights against the Mega Man 2 bosses, um, the extreme RNG that you get off of pretty much every single boss fight, or at least all of the eight robot masters. Um, and then a lot of the instant kills throughout the game that you just generally can't see coming until you've already been killed by it, and then you have to remember that it's there. Blake, I think this is the most you've talked about a game you've played in the longest time. Like, I feel like you just <laughs> described everything in detail from both titles to the achievements to, like, I, I'm, like, in awe right now listening to you. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> That's not to me an insult by any means. Like you and I are very efficient in comparison to our 
special host, but <laughs> yeah. I just kind of decided um, like you guys this was a game that I kind of went to, into analyzing a lot. Like normally, I'll analyze a game to a decent degree as I'm going sure. through, but for this one, like I really wanted to compare it to Mega Man Two and to see what I thought about a lot of the decisions of the game. And there were just so many things that I disagreed with. A lot from three to two, yeah. From two, yeah, from the transition, and I mean, it's still a really good game. It just has as as stupid uh, as Mega Man Two was at times. I felt like Mega Man Three just made so many other obvious mistakes. Which mm-hmm. for me, like while I was streaming it, I was like, this just reminds me of how I felt about Castlevania Three. The structure of like, oh hey, this game was uh, too easy apparently. So we'll just add in a lot of really dumb bullshit to make it way harder for no reason. <laughs> oh, too bad. So I Mega still totally better. enjoy the game. I, for me, yeah. Even if I... Uh, man, I'm still a little salty that I liked the Mega Man 3 music more. Because <laughs> everyone's always like, oh yeah, the Mega Man 3 music is totally better. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Maybe. And then as as I was playing through the first Robot Master stages, I was like, damn, this song is sick. Oh, so was this one. Oh, my God, this is so good. And after doing that like four times, I was like, fuck. Okay. The music in this might be better than Mega Man 2. Mm, might be. Okay. Well, we can leave it at that. You don't have to commit any farther. <laughs> no, I like it. It's interesting. Fuck you, Roberto. This is Metal Gear Solid. You'd be like, Robert, hey, I gotta I'm doing talk the... about this. No, I'm saying he doesn't. It. I'm telling him he doesn't have to admit that the music's better. I'm just kidding with you. Uh, so that leaves what, Jay? No, I already went. Did you? Before you got in. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? You done? You have yeah. nothing else to say? No, I mean, you didn't really say much, so... No, no, I didn't say much at all, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Do you want to talk about... Do you want to say what year the game came out before we move on? Um, oh, yeah. All right, Mega Man 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Robert, I want to say, off the top of my buy. head, I want to say that this was 94? Okay. Let's see. Mario no, wait, Kart. Was it that early? Really? Initial release date, 1990. Wow. Well, all right. What was the American release then? Let me see this. Nintendo. All right. So in Japan, it was ni- uh, September 28th, 1990. And in America, it was uh, November 1st, 1990. I figured okay. it was way later in the... Uh, in the uh, console's life cycle. The other thing, all right, there is one other thing I meant to mention with this, and uh, it also happens in Mega Man 4. They introduce a new mechanic in Mega Man 3 uh, with the sliding, and the slide is pretty cool. Uh, it's, the whole game is designed around the fact that you have a slide, so there are instances where, like, sometimes people will be like, oh, man, imagine if you had the slide in Mega Man 2, and it's like, yeah, but the game wasn't designed around it, so what difference does it make? In general, all it means is that there are some areas where you have to slide under to reach the next spot. It doesn't change too much. Uh, and then in Mega Man 4, they unfortunately added in the charged Mega Buster, which is a sound effect that will haunt every child's dreams for the rest of their lives if they ever played through that game. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, it's so bad. And you like have to have it charged all the time. I don't know what Mega Man X did different about having it charged, but they made it simpler. So, uh, like, it, it's not as offensive as it is in Mega Man 4. Mega Man 4 just brings it hard 
and it does not let up the whole game because you can't let up off the charge button the whole game. But I'll get to Mega Man 4 eventually. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. Yeah. We got time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay? What's up? Take it away. All right. So I played Grand Theft Auto 2, which came out in 1998. Oh, hey, or... real quick. Super Mario Kart came out in 92. Okay. So we're, you guys are close to early 90s. Mine was late 90s. Uh, this is for PlayStation 1. I honestly don't think a lot of people played Grand Theft Auto before the third one. At least most people I've talked to have said they played like 3, 4, and 5, but they never touched anything earlier. So I don't think a lot of people know what it looks like or what it was like. But uh, essentially, it's it's you get it, your, your view is from above. So imagine Grand Theft Auto, but your view is completely from above. So you only see the top of your character, the top of vehicles, the top of buildings, etc. Um, and so it changes the game a lot because obviously within the newer ones you could do third you could do first first person in three four five right you guys know uh no i don't think you can go to first person first person with gta three four and five um i think only like if this if you have the sniper rifle like okay yeah i know you can do first person driving like from the driver's perspective yes okay I think, I think that's you could go into first person in four, maybe. Okay, I mean it wouldn't surprise me. It just, but anyway, so um, when I when I the reason I wanted to play this game again is because I wanted to play an arcade style after playing Vagrant Story because I was actually hoping that Vagrant Story was an arcade style, kind of like Chocobo Dungeon. So I wanted to play GTA 2 specifically because of that because I thought it was like an arcade style where you basically try to progress as far as you could in the game, and then once you die, you pretty much start it over. And I was completely wrong. It is very similar to GTA 3, but with very limited interactions and story and missions, etc. Um, so it still has like the, the heart and the essence of the Grand Theft Auto series, but everything's kind of dumbed down, and the controls are a little bit wonky. So um, the way you move your character is you have an accelerate and and backwards button on your controller. So just like that's the best way I can put it. So is circle this if I've, you're walking or in a car? Or in a car, yeah. So if you're, like, walking around, you oh, hit weird. circle, right? You, like, run forward, and then you can, like, turn the arrows so that your character will run that direction. Or you can hit, I think it's square, if I'm not mistaken, and you back up. And then you can obviously turn the – or press the arrow key or arrow buttons on your on your controller to change the direction. So it's a little bit weird specifically when you're walking around and when you're driving because it's not – I mean, it's not bad when you're driving. Like, it's to be expected, right? You can you can accelerate. You can go backwards, and you can turn. But when you're walking around, it's, it's really kind of weird. And when you jump, so like I said, your view is from above. So when you jump, your character gets closer to you. And you really can't tell where the height of your jump is and where your character is going to end up. So when you're trying to jump over obstacles like vehicles, like if a car is coming and you want to jump over it, or if there's like a railing or stairs you want to jump on top of, it's kind of hard to get an idea because the camera is kind of weird like that. And running and shooting is fucking really hard because there's no strafe, right? So imagine you're accelerating and turning your character while trying to aim your your gun. Specifically oh, yeah. against police officers, you can't let them touch you because obviously you get arrested and you just die or you lose pretty much. So when you're – you can kite backwards. Like it's kind of easy, like a little bit. So you can just like back up in a direct line and just shoot them. And there's like not much they can do until you obviously get more stars and they start using guns against you. So – 
that whole concept is there from like the, the later of this or from the later part of the series. So if you kill people enough times, then you get stars. If you get more stars, then more police officers arrive and you can obviously kill them or escape. I don't know of ways to lose police officers other than finding um, stars on the map or like badges and completing, um, what do you call those things? Killing sprees. So killing sprees exist and you get a variety of weapons and they're really hard. It's really, really hard. They're not like, Hey, go kill 20 people with a flamethrower or with a grenade launcher. It's like kill 20 Yakuza using the sniper rifle in five minutes or something. And you'll find like one Yakuza every 30 seconds. <laughs> and it's like yeah. really hard to actually, like the first one I was doing, I was like, oh, this will be easy. And no, it's fucking really hard. Uh, the map is the same every time. So, which is kind of nice. You can kind of learn the ins and outs of everything. And there are factions kind of like the later ones. You have these three bars at the top left corner of your screen and they're the three uh, opposing factions. It's like Yakuza and then the other two. I don't, I don't remember what they are off the top of my head. And so you do missions for each or any of them. And as you do, then you obviously gain favor from that specific type of person or that specific group of people. And then you lose it from the other ones. And also killing people, you lose it uh, unless you're on a killing spree and you complete it. Then you don't have any negative effect, I believe. Uh, money's really easy to get. Money's actually kind of fun in that one. Um, because I thought it was an arcade style, that's kind of what I did at first. I was like, okay, I'm going to get a bunch, a bunch of money, buy guns, buy some armor, and just like fucking start mowing people down. So you can take vehicles yeah. and you can, you can sell them. Um, you just go to this place and drop it off and like they give you a certain amount of money for it. And, um, there's also spray shops. So if the cops are after you, actually, that's the other way you can lose cops is the spray shops. You drive through a spray shop and you pay a certain amount of money. As long as you have the money, then they repaint your vehicle and, uh, you essentially become, um, you become good. Like the cops don't fuck with you anymore. Um, so that's how you get rid of stars. Yeah. It's either that or you find certain things on the map. Uh, one of the things that was really kind of, I want to say disappointing is the best way to put it is like, you don't know when you're in a nice car. Um, because of the, because of the top down view, it's really hard for them to add details to make sports cars and muscle cars and like cool ass cars look cool. Um, they all kind of look the same. And to be honest, for like the first hour and a half I played, I pretty much just was like, okay, I'm going to get in this car. Oh, it's a piece of shit. Oh, I got in a nice car, like, et cetera, et cetera. Like I started to kind of understand it, but for the most part early on, like you really don't know what is a nice car and what is a, what is a shit car and shit cars in that game are horrid. They have terrible acceleration. They have terrible turning. So you crash a lot <laughs> and you'll, you obviously hit people enough to where your car explodes. Um, something cool they did in terms of like graphics and interaction is like if something blows up and there's somebody close enough, sometimes they'll blow up and their body will fly upwards towards you. Like, the viewer and like so the person gets really big and like almost hits your screen and then falls back to the ground and it's kind of funny the first time i saw it i was like really surprised that they did something so like advanced i guess you could say like for for such an old game it was just kind of a cool concept but um the game's fun i i wish it was an arcade style like the rpg aspect of it is not really that much fun savings kind of wonky unless you're playing on an emulator because obviously you can just like save at any time uh, doing the missions, they only had so much capabilities. So the missions for the most part are pick up this dude, drive this dude, go to the spray paint shop, steal this vehicle, kill these people, blow up this building. That's really the extent of it. There's not really like, you know, GTA, the later ones. So no go to the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's not yeah, really any right. in-depth characters and like, you really don't care about anybody, including the main character. Um, so the RPG aspect of it really doesn't exist. That's why I really wish it was just an arcade style. Um, so like doing the missions was fun, but honestly roaming around and just kind of finding shit was really, really fun, especially the killing sprees and like kind of figuring those out and figuring out the best paths to like, you know, kill everybody and, and do all that stuff or like getting good cars. 
I couldn't find a way to save cars, kind of like you could in GTA 3, um, which was one of my favorite things in GTA 3 is I would actually, like, stack cars in my garage, like cars that I wanted to keep for, like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Play. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't exist, and I was kind of, you know, like, whatever about it. Because, um, like, cars are pretty easy to come across. Uh, like I said, so, like, overall, the game was fun. I wish it was an arcade style. The controls are very wonky. The sound effects are great. Uh, for a PlayStation 1 game, it... It's they're fine. I mean, the, when you kill somebody, you know you killed somebody. The the graphics are okay. Like bullets are kind of wonky, and your gun is really weird looking. Like at first, I was like, "What am I doing?" Like I, I really couldn't tell that I had a gun out at, at certain points. Uh, accuracy is really really hard. Like especially if you're moving. If you're standing still, it's still pretty fucking hard to actually like aim and hit somebody because your character spins so fast that like if you're using a machine gun and you just like fire and spin in circles, there's like an inch between every bullet. Uh, in terms of, like, the radius. So, like, if you just, like, spray and pray, you're not going to hit shit. You, like, actually have to, like, get close to somebody. It's really hard to kill somebody oh, from mean, far like, away. Oh, you mean, like, an inch of screen space? Yes. Yes, like a okay. legit... You no, know, like, an inch an inch in real life. Like, if you spun in a circle right. and shot your gun, like, a bunch of times, there would be about a, an inch between every single bullet or in the circle around you. Like, there's that much space. So it's, like, really hard to kill somebody. me. One inch, that's not much space. Um, Your character model is about a half inch tall. And that's, the people okay. are that's, about, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, oh, okay. real-life inch, not an in-game inch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A real-life inch, and, like, the characters are, like, half an inch width, in, in width or, sorry, a quarter inch in width and about a half an inch in height. So it's, like, it's really hard yes. to kill things from, from far away. That that was my point of saying it. It's kind of weird way to say it, but... Uh, music, I didn't really notice. It, the, it, I, I believe it adjusted depending on the area you're in. It wasn't anything notable. There was some pretty cool, I think, like, cutscene load screen type things that had... Pretty good graphics for the time, um, but I can definitely see this was their testing phase to really get into GTA 3. So I can see where they kind of tested things out and found out what worked and what didn't. So I applaud them for that. It was fun. I, I'll probably play it again sometime, but it's not a game that I like want to play and beat. And it's not a game. It's not an arcade yeah. game, so it's not something you want to get better at so that you can get like a higher score. So like, there's not really a motivation to play it. I guess. I haven't played that one, but I have played GTA 1, and it's pretty much... I actually much, want to do that, actually. Yeah, it's pretty much the same game from okay. from what I've oh, seen. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Yeah, it's like the exact same mechanics and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the controls really feeling bad. Like, I feel like the when I played GTA 1, this is years ago, like, it actually felt fine. Driving uh, is fine. It's when you're walking around that it's weird. Like, jumping is really hard to gauge anything, yeah, and, like, the acceleration and backup mechanic for walking around is stupid to me. Like, backing up is and turning, like, it's just weird. Like, I ran, I'll be honest, I ran into walls constantly. Like, if I ever tried to run down, like, a corridor between buildings, I would fucking ping-pong my way through the the area. I would hit each wall multiple times, and before I even actually made it through. uh, These games, or at least GTA 1, like... Like you said, they're not arcadey, but compared to GTA 3 and everything after that, they they are arcadey. Yeah. Like by comparison, it's much more like like there's a linear story, but like the story doesn't mean shit. It's yep. much more like there you there's a lot care. less there's a and there's a lot less of just kind of like going around and exploring. It's like go get a car, go get a gun, shoot people, drive around all crazy, and just do that for a while. Like that's that's pretty much all there is to the game. Yeah, and um, what was it? Oh, the map is not that big, so it's you know. Yeah, yeah. 
you will explore it. By the way, I just looked, but they, uh, GTA 1 and 2 came out a year apart from each other. That's pretty impressive. For how much of a jump Oh, I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. There is a big difference in the graphics. And then I think GTA 3 came out in 2000, so it was only two... GTA 3 was 2001. Oh, was it? Okay, October 21st. Okay, so it was three years later. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, if it was two years later and it was that much of a difference, holy shit, they did a good job. But yeah, there was a huge jump from two from two to three. Like, that mm-hmm. was... It was like... Like, like a completely okay, different company. Like, pretty much, yeah. Like... One and two are fair, like they're fun games. They're they're pretty simplistic. There's not a whole lot to them, but it is really fun to get in, like steal people's cars and drive around all crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, get guns, go find people. And yeah, and, and at that time, it was it was during that time that like music and movies and TV shows were really like pushing violence. Like I don't know if you guys remember, but at that time it was like censor everything. Like we all hate Eminem and fucking anything violent video games. Oh my That's God. True, yeah. yeah. So it was like GTA was one of the pioneers that really pushed to basically say, no, no, no. Like as long as you, your parents are smart enough to look at the logo at the bottom, right. That says, you know, teenager or advisory warnings or whatever the fuck they are, then do or do not play the game type thing. So, I mean, <laughs> I appreciate that from them because, you know, fuck censorship type deal. Fuck it. Fuck it, Rainbow. Fuck the man. Fuck the man. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. There's GTA 2 for you. Yep. I was a little confused at first. I don't know if you clarified early on, but when I, for me, when I think of the uh, GTA 1 and 2, I think of the PC versions. So then you were like, That's or you I can play it too. on an emulator, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, no. The first oh, time yeah, there was, was a PlayStation, PlayStation version. That's I forgot funny. about no, that. No, 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 no. I had forgotten about that, too, actually, yeah. Because that was all I played uh, GTA 1 on was PC. There was something that I was going to say, and I don't remember what it was now. Uh, all right. You want to do top threes? Top threes. Jay, you want to do top threes? Hell yeah. <laughs> um, oh, uh, real quick. Have you guys, what do you guys think of the Star Wars trailer? I love how pissed people are. I'll be honest. I don't, I'll be honest. I really think the Who's movie is complete. Are you kidding me? You haven't heard about this? No one Everybody is actually think- pissed. This is like five. Are you sure? Pulling the shit out of the Are internet. you talking about the five people who are mad about a black guy being in the movie? Five people? It's, like, all over social media. Like, are you kidding yeah, me? Th- oh, yeah, because... trolls never jump on a really dumb hashtag to make it to make a <laughs> giant shit stuff. I don't know, dude. I feel like I've heard so much about this over the last couple of days, like, from people, and it's all over the radio, too. Like, unless, like, this is just, like, a ridiculous... Is drama. Who gives a shit? Yeah, so what? But there's a lot the of things, like... Are... Uh, I don't know. I, it, I, is like... not, it is not as big as you... As it's they're making it out to be. <laughs> okay. I, I, I've heard a lot about it. That's the reason why I assumed it was. I don't know. Regardless, I, I don't I don't think the movie the series is gonna be that good. I think it's gonna look really cool, but I don't think it's gonna be that amazing. Like in terms of like story and whatever, it's gonna look fucking amazing though. I I mean they haven't revealed that much about the story, so I'm just kind of like uh, yeah, just my I think assumption. It up. Sorry, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of with Blake. Like it looks pretty damn awesome visually. Like, it was uh, very impressive. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. The big thing is, where was Luke in the trailer? Oh, I bet Luke is the bad guy. (laughs) I really, really doubt that. spoilers. I think, (laughs) like, I'm pretty sure, uh, like, I haven't kept up a a whole lot with it, but I'm pretty sure they've actually revealed the bad guy's face somewhere. 
Hmm. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, I thought. I mean, I thought the trailer looked badass. I'm definitely like not getting my hopes up too much. But like from what I've seen, like I have no reason to think like. At the very least, I guarantee it's going to be a good. Well, I guess it'll be in the winter, so a good winter action movie. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it for the first day at, on, at yeah, home on my yeah. computer, hundred <laughs> <laughs> uh, percent. The thing is, like, I don't think it's gonna be bad. I think it's going to it, it's gonna be better than the prequel trilogy, for sure. There, that's not saying any that that's like well, saying I mean, it smells it, better I, than shit. <laughs> I think it's going to be a good enough at at the least it's going to be a good enough addition to the series because Disney's behind it. It's coming out in Christmas. Disney's not going to fuck up a movie like this. It looks like it's no. already got the action part taken care of. So I'm expecting the writing and the story to be a good family. I'll be honest, I actually feel the opposite because they're involved. Really? Yeah, I honestly think like they, I honestly don't think they're gonna give a fuck about the franchise and about keeping it like. Dude, look how good they've done with the Avengers movies. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I, I actually forgot that was Disney, to be honest. Well, the whole Marvel thing is all yeah. Disney. But yeah. I actually, like they've done they've done that. a really good job with their stuff recently. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I just I'm you, you know I'm Robert. I'm negative about everything. I assume that's gonna be uh, bad. That way I'm not disappointed, and that way if it's really good, then I'm like, oh, shit, nice. That's how I usually am about it. I'm just being a realist. Like, yeah. I don't think it's going to be fucked up. I think it'll be fine. Uh, it it should be, considering everything that we've seen so far, even if some of the stuff is a little off, and even if uh, I don't want to get my hopes up about it after the prequels. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say that I was one of the people who, like, didn't realize – that I hated the prequels until like a few years after they had come out. So I'm too. I enjoyed them at the time because usually. I was very young, but like uh, watching them now, they're. Wrong. I was not young when I saw the and first. I was like, one, this is awesome. The first one sucked. The second one, the acting and everything, like a lot of it, just felt really. It was a lot of cringe, and I got that then. The third movie I didn't hate. There was a couple of really shitty. I dubs. The, dude, there's so many fucking one-liners that just make me the, cringe. The third one is really like I agree. Like there are some really cool parts in the third one, and there the are some really one. stupid oh. parts. I feel like they rushed the, the story in that one. Like I feel like they dragged out a lot of shit in the first and second one. In the third one, they, they were just, like, "We have to cram everything into this fucking film," and that's pretty much what they did. Especially towards the end, it was like. Boom, 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 movie's over. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. The thing with the third one, like, it felt more like episode five. It felt like a middle part yes. of a series. That's true. But, uh, yeah, but, I mean, the thing was at that time, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Which, I mean, literally it was, so. Well, yeah, but, I mean, the first four, five, and six, they felt like their own trilogy. The prequel trilogy felt completely like it's... Uh, out of place was the problem. And, you know, if they'd gotten rid of movie one or at least had done it differently and then had like a movie after three or if they concluded three better than they did, I think things would have been at least better. Yeah. I really wish that when Disney purged all of the uh, expanded universe that they had also purged the prequels. Yeah, they'll probably end up redoing them. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I doubt that. I I don't think that'll happen, but I really would like for it to. Eh. 
Anyways, let's do yeah. top three. Top three. Top three. <laughs> top three best box art. Well, hey, it's up to you. You guys can keep talking about it if you want. I'm just going <laughs> to quietly attack on it. I'm posting pictures best... of mine, by the way. Best box art. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, good idea. I'll pull that shit up in a second. Um, you want to start off with honorable mentions or do those last? Do them last. I don't think there's that many honorable mentions for this. Do you guys? Yeah, okay. I mean, there's a lot of good box art, but uh, even just finding I tried the, to pick like, stuff that I that wasn't like obvious, like stupid obvious. Like but... what? Well, like to... it, it, <laughs> no, I, I mean we could do. I, I would prefer to do it afterwards because I really don't think there's that many that are just. I, I saw a couple when I was looking that I was like, eh, I think people will talk about these, but yeah. I mean we could do it now if you want. I, I, it's not the other. Uh, one, we'll but... do it at the end. We'll, we'll do it okay. at the end. Yeah. All right, who's going first? You. Damn it. I've got four. I've got to narrow it down really quick. Let me All right, Jay, go first. Second. Okay. All right. My first one. Oh, wait. Actually, I didn't even check the date. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm almost positive. Crazy Taxi. Do you guys remember the cover for this game? I used to stare at this for <laughs> no. hours. This shit makes me it's laugh a, even looking I at it. Highly doubt, I, I highly doubt you actually stared at this for hours. Oh, when I was watching other people play? Of course. I used to read the back, which Dreamcast games, I don't know if you remember this, pretty much had nothing. You stared at the cover of the game for hours? Well, not literally hours, Robert. God. <laughs> You're such a jackass, Robert. Anyways, so <laughs> if you if you good. have the it's ability right. to do so, definitely Google it. Google image. Crazy it's taxi goofy cover. as fuck. It's just so random, but it's so interesting. Like, there's a milk carton at the bottom right. There's fruit yeah. on the windshield. Like, look at the driver. The like, he, he looks fucking Yeah, he's got nuts. green hair. Like he's got and then you look at the background, like and there's a guy who's about the same size as a bug. Like, do you see that? That guy's gigantic. He's right next to that car. He's gigantic. Plus, the train's coming in. Like, Wait, how is he the same size as a bug, and he's gigantic? What are you talking about? Look in the background. You just said he's, he's the same size as a bug. He's gigantic. The bug. The beetle bug. It's a vehicle. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Are you looking at it, you jackass? Yes, I'm looking at it. I see what you're talking about. On the left. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then of course... A... The feast all resistance, the fucking chick in the back, uh, the chick in the fucking four screen, just her fucking hair in her hand. Like, look at how retarded her hand is. <laughs> her yeah. hair is best. Oh, yeah, dude. It looks like pom-poms. That guy, that guy is really cool, though, with the green hair. He looks like a maniac. Yep. That's pretty good. That was a good one. That was pretty good. Blake? All right. My number three, uh, let me go grab it. Uh, one of you is not going to need me to grab it, but uh, I'll do it for you anyway. Me. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter I think of I fact. I know which one this is. Okay, we'll see. Uh, mine is Secret of Evermore. Okay. I actually uh, okay. thought about this. I was looking at it a little while earlier. I think this is one of the better ones that could have been talked about, like, honestly. I'm I was I such it. a fan. This grabbed me so much because like I didn't know anything about the game. Yep. I saw this box art. I saw it was by SquareSoft and I was pretty much cool. And this describes the game. That's the first boss. Uh the first Well, what's boss. so crazy about it is that there's all right, so the box art to describe it for you guys, there is a gigantic red Damn. bug clawed <laughs> box or bug that uh you're standing in front of. Bug? You're a little kid with a bone and your dog's behind you and you're like, yeah, I'm going to kick this thing's ass. Yep. And then yeah, that's what you do. And that's but what the you way, do, exactly. <laughs> the way that the box art makes it look, just with how crazy imposing this guy is, this feels like this is going to be a huge player in the game. 
this I, guy I is going like to be made major. They made this as scary as possible for the time too. Like this, like I guarantee you, like they had a couple takes on this, and they were like, "If you do anything more, it's going to be too scary." Like his eyes, his mouth, and his claws. Like, oh god, what a great. Like he looks like he's moments away from grabbing you. It's fantastic. Yep. Yeah. And then you get into the game. He's like the first major boss that you fight, and he's nothing in the story. He's just some yep. dick that was hiding out in a dinosaur. He's just a giant asshole and bug type something. thing. And he looks cool as hell. And then you kill and him, and really it's like, hard. there's more after this? Yeah, he's actually surprisingly hard. There's mo- there, You've got enemies raining in during this whole time. But uh, just the contrast of this little guy, this little kid and his dog, standing up to this giant clawed beast thing. One of my favorite thing. games of all time. It's so good. Awesome. All right, Roberto. I just... I put up. Hold on. I put up. A, I put up a picture of mine. Then I you lost had it. all uh, the time. You went third, and <laughs> you're taking forever. All right. So Jay is going to be super, super pissed about this, but I can't deny that the box oh, art God. for this game is super cool. Is this FFT? No, <laughs> it is Metal Gear Solid Two. There we go. I actually looked uh, at this. I was looking at this earlier. Yeah, it's uh, here. I'll post it right there. We go. Uh, the oh, Yoji. Yeah, yeah, Yoji Shinkawa is the artist who does all these sort of like pencil drawings. Yeah, the Metal, the Metal Gear, Gear art has always been really cool. I've seen the a tattoo like, of yeah. this, and it was really bad. Uh, <laughs> I can see that being a bad tattoo. Yeah, I his can't imagine trying to like, translate that. His face, <laughs> you could not understand it. Like, it wasn't readable. I don't see how that would work either. But, uh, yeah, this guy's art is all just amazing, and... Uh, I think this is the only... Is this the only Metal Gear Solid game that they actually had it on the cover, Blake? Um, It's the only one... Maybe. But anyway, it's super awesome. It's it's basically like... I don't know. It's not actually a pencil drawing. I guess it's probably more like watercolor, probably. Uh, But it's like a black and white watercolor-ish picture of uh, Snake. And uh, it just looks... That's It's kind of hard to describe beyond that. Uh, but it's just a really, just the art is really good. Now, is that Snake or Raiden? That's, that's Snake. Snake to me. Yeah, that's Snake. I, he's got, uh, he's I got, guess with got, the, uh, the facial hair down here. there. Yeah. yeah. And Raiden, oh, yeah, I guess Raiden did have, did have the trink. But yeah, that's, yeah. That's <laughs> cool. All so right. my number two is, um, Zelda Oracle and Seasons. I played this game recently for the podcast too. Uh, the reason I, I like this art so much is one, because they, they made one for each game. So it was, it was one game, uh, but they split it into two and you could play the game. Cause I talked about this last time on the podcast. So you, or a couple of times ago, you could play the game from, uh, from either cartridge and you would still come to the, the same end result, but they created two box arts for it. And I loved both of them. And I thought they were really, really cool. Specifically, um, they took the box art for the player's guide, because I have a player's guide for it. And they kind of blew it up on the front of it so you could see the more details. But on both of them, it shows the main good guys and the main bad guy as well. I really like this art. Like, I thought it was really, really cool. This looks Did I, I send you pretty like... much... I don't know. This looks super boring to me. <laughs> really? I like it. I love it. I love the color style. It just got Link on the front and then like a red background with a girl. Well, there's also the last boss on the left. There's I sent you two links, one for each. The this... the guy on the left on the red one, that's the last boss. All right, hold on, let me check out the other one. Maybe it's good. I don't know. I like it. You can kill yourself, Robert. Uh, this one's pretty cool. The blue one's all right. 
I like the red the one. Red one the red one might be good, but it, the picture you sent me is so is so small, like I can barely even. Really, it's big for me. Is it big Whatever. for you? Anyways. Anyway. Anyway. Man, if you consider right. that big, I can't imagine how. Hey. Average <laughs> <laughs> size, all right, Blake. <laughs> all right, that's all I'm gonna say. All right, there my number two. Um. If I, if I can grab this, if it'll let me grab that. Okay, hold on. Okay, my number two is a game that I talked about very briefly earlier. It's Castlevania. The uh, Castlevania box art is really, really well done. That's funny, yeah. Uh, you've got Simon Belamondo in this goofy, nonsense pose. I guess when you're using a whip, a pose like that almost makes sense. It's got a most shiny... I have my other leg forward, probably. Wow. Oh yeah, his one leg he's like thrusting forward with his chest. <laughs> That's not his leg, dude. <laughs> his box art is not too small. <laughs> um it's like it's just got this gray border and then in the middle you've got Simon staring up at Dracula's castle, Dracula in the background like set against the sky with twinkling eyes, giant fangs bared grinning out at you going, yeah, come on, I'll fuck you up, mate. <laughs> want some? <laughs> and uh, you got the, the Dracula's castle up there. There's some dickheaded bats flying out that you can see. Um, plus, it has the Nintendo seal of approval. How great is that? That is that is a good box art. I really do like that one. I also like uh, Super Castlevania. Yeah, I think I almost went with Super CV4, and I don't know. I looked at it; it's good, but I don't like it as much as the Castlevania one. I think I, I like the colors just make the uh, the Castlevania one box art pop so much more. Yeah, I know what you mean. All right, is it my turn? Yes. Yep. All right, number two is right here. Asteroids for Atari. Huh. <laughs> that's a that's, that's some pretty that's some pretty badass box art like some of the box of the, back then was like the same quality like the same art design it's like whoa this looks great and then you play right. the game it, it's not even close to looking like look that. as good <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true you pretty much got pooped on that's really true <laughs> uh like like a lot of these games they had like really good like genuinely good like art done for the covers yeah, uh, it was more like they were making like a like like a piece of art, like a like a painting. Based yeah, on I, like I, I wonder if that's because like that's all the art that they had to do for the game. The rest of it was all this crazy, right. just minimal pixel art kind of stuff to make the player understand what they're looking at. While right, the box right. art is a different person entirely, maybe, and it's just like, hey, we're gonna pay you a couple hundred to do the box art for this. Yeah, that could be it. I don't know. But yeah, there are a lot of old Atari games that have really good box art. This is this is my favorite of theirs. Alright, on to number one. Number one. Hey, what's, uh, what's the best box art of all time? So, honestly, originally I was going to pick Final Fantasy Tactics, which is no surprise to Robert at all, but then I remembered they redid the box art for it. Uh, the original one isn't bad, it's cool, but it, the newer one is just way fucking better. I don't know if you remember this, Blake, for PSP. 
when they redid the box art. It's just really fucking cool. Um, but actually, it's the similar art style cool. that I like that they did for Vagrant Story. Uh, Vagrant Story is actually my number one. Here's the, the image link of it. I really appreciate like this art style, and I don't know. I I just it, it, the the actual like the subjects or like the content that's on it isn't that interesting. But I just really really like this art style, and it reminds me a lot of you know, oh, any SquareSoft game. Oh man. As much as I dislike the PSP version of FFT, that is a really, really oh good box. Oh, my God. How yeah, I just pulled it up, too. That is that is some pretty badass box art. It's funny enough. I, I forgot about that, that yeah. So, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love that art style, and Squaresoft does some really cool designs. Obviously, the games don't necessarily look like that, but... No, but, I mean, that's how it is with box art a lot of the time. Yep. Yeah, most of the time. Like son? Okay. Um, can I change mine to tactics? Yeah, right. I was like, I don't want to do that because Robert's gonna make fun of me. So I thought about the original tactics, but that's good. I like it, but it's not like the best. It's not. It's not like that. Yeah, exactly. It's not a wow. It's it it doesn't represent how fucking amazing that game is. Yeah, it's just like a little cool scene taken from pretty much uh, the very beginning, uh, the opening video. Yeah, but uh, all right, my number one is actually a different RPG. And one that I've talked about before on here, and it is Fantasy Star 4. The box art for this game, the art of it is really cool, and the the entire reason I ever wanted to play this game is because I saw the art of the box. (laughs) And I didn't know what was going on with the back, but I was like, check it out, that's an RPG on the Genesis, holy shit, I've got to play this. The other thing that caught me is that it was obviously an RPG and it had fantasy in the name, and I was like, I wonder if this is related to Final Fantasy at all. Turns out Uh, it was Dude, I thought the same thing, that's so funny, oh my god. That's funny. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, Blake, I appreciate that. And I appreciate the fact that your box says the explosive finale. I don't the know if you know. Explosive finale. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um fucking the crazy thing about this box is that the game itself is set in this world that's futuristic sci-fi kind of setting. The box art does not convey that at all. You've got a wizard, you've got some crazy assassin chick with claw fingers, and then you've got a guy on the front with a sword and a shield. It all looks very medieval. It looks like high fantasy kind of setting, and it's not. It's actually this sci-fi universe with spaceships and laser guns and androids and all this. Uh, So even though the box art is misleading as shit, uh, it's what got me to want to play the game super bad, and I don't even care. I love the box art, even if it's a misleading piece of shit. Mm -hmm. The guy's got a huge package. (laughs) <laughs> hey Barbara, what's in the box, dude? <laughs> uh, Jay, what's your? Oh no, you already went. You already did yours. What's your number yeah, one? Yeah, it's you. All right, here we go. Let me uh, grab this. Go back over here. Wow, you weren't Mine even ready. Is... Like you were retarded. Mine is. I talked about this game a couple weeks ago. Monkey Island 2 LeChuck's Revenge. Oh my yeah. god! Look at I, this. And I was worried that you were gonna make fun of me for Final Fantasy Tactics. You know, all right. Box art. Oh, I'm looking at it in here. You know what? I'm going to summarize how we both feel about it. You go ahead and talk about it. And when you're done, <laughs> I'll show you, okay? So it's got this big old ghost pirate, LeChuck. He's standing there. He's got a voodoo doll of the main character. He's in a pose where he's about to stab it with his big old needle. It's got Guybrush Threepwood in the background, like, holding his head like he's getting destroyed by this voodoo thing. Uh... And just, like, that's pretty much, like, it's not a pirate ship. Like, this this particular scene doesn't, well, it sort of happens, but not on a pirate ship in the, in the game. 
but like the it's it's another one of those where the art is actually really genuinely good and the big imposing figure of this ghost pirate like skeleton pirate guy uh, about to stab a voodoo doll is uh is is really really cool to me. The only thing that's kind of weird is the uh like really cartoonish looking monkey holding up a number 2 beneath Monkey Island. It does not go at all with the rest of the with the rest of the picture, but like overall, like this, this is the kind of box art that grabs you. You see it and you're like, holy shit, I want to see what this is about. So this was, uh, this thing that I'm about to link up here, this was Jay's reaction just now. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's perfect. <laughs> Very nice. As soon as I saw the face, I was like, yep, that's it. That's the reaction. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. For everyone listening, this is the picture of Guybrush in the background holding his hands on his head in pain. Just, <laughs> So anyway, that's my favorite one. You gotta admit, that's pretty good box art. It's not bad. <laughs> it's no Final Fantasy Tactics on PSP. Alright, are we doing runner-ups? Yeah, and the, uh, the I gotta step so, out. So Jay, yeah, what are your like? Oh, these are the obvious ones. Uh, one of them was already mentioned. I'm trying to remember what it was, and the second one I was trying to find it because I was looking through like all box art for well, not all box art, but I went like best NES box art, best N64. One of them mm-hmm. was mentioned, which was I think one. Oh, uh, the second Metal Gear Solid. That to me was really really good. Like I I thought that yeah. I actually thought you were gonna say that as well, Blake. I've never even played the game, and I think the box art is actually really, really cool. Uh, and then one of the other ones was... I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I didn't think to write it down, because I was like, well, I'm not going to use it. So uh, Maybe it's okay. one of... What do you have? Maybe it's the same. Um, I doubt it's the same. My honorable mention has to go to Battletoads. Battletoads. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a 90s extreme over-the-top... Look at how awesome this is! Oh, oh yeah. Oh, sorry, it's <laughs> fucking goofy. Robert, did you have any? Yeah, I've got a few, actually. Um, so, one, like, not, like, a particular one, but I really like the old classic-style NES box art, where it's got, like, like Excite Bike and Mario Brothers, and uh, I think, like, Kid Icarus, <clears throat> and all those where they've got, uh, like, the kind of, like, main picture at the top. Uh, Kung Fu is another one that comes to mind. And, like, most of the box is black, and then it's got, like, the title below. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about, uh, Blake? Um, not off the top of my head. Here, let me, let me, let me just grab one. Yeah, um, also, uh, uh, Jay just stopped talking. He had to go take care of some personal stuff. Yeah, Jay's gone. He didn't <laughs> take the didn't time to say, say bye. To... Bye. Just like, he didn't even say bye. Dumb with some So like this style, like there were a lot of games that that followed this exact format uh, on the NES for their box art. Here we go. You'll you'll know exactly what I mean when you see it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got the Nintendo badge in the bottom, most of the box is black, and then at the very top, like, half of the box has got, like, a picture for the game. Under that, at an angle, it's got the title. Uh, Kung Fu, 
in Excite Bike, I like a whole lot, but like really, I don't know. I think it's mostly probably nostalgia, but I really just like this, like that sort of theme, that that style of box art that they went with, for, that that a lot of games went with for a while. Right. Um, my other ones were Monkey Island One. I don't have any of these pulled up. Let's see. Yeah, I actually I did the same thing that Jay was talking about, where um, we went and looked around for other box arts, and a lot of people I. Uh, that I could find were saying that they loved the Monkey Island one box art. So when you said oh, Monkey really? Island two, it actually kind of threw me off. I was like, oh, I, oh, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, Didn't see this coming. <clears throat> I like Monkey Island, the Monkey Island two box better, but Monkey Island one was really, really good. It's, it's, it's another one where it's just like the art itself is really good. Like you could have a poster of this and it would be awesome. It also like did a really good job of like catching your attention. And be and and like kind of it really encapsulates the sort of feel that they that they were going for mm-hmm. in the game, except for except it doesn't really have any of the goofiness, I guess. But it's got like it's totally filled up. You got like these guys, and they're clearly on some sort of adventure. And then you've got like cannibals in the background, and a ghost ship in the background, and a big skull in the middle. Uh, and then again, just the art itself is really well done. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, uh, Doom. That's a classic. Yeah, Doom was another one that I considered. You got the Doom guys standing basically on top of a heap of uh, demons. That I mean, I, I don't know if there's a better representation out there of a game as as okay. <laughs> like, That one nails it down. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, yeah, that is that is really true. It's very representative of the game. Um, and then the. Only other one I had was uh, this. I actually stumbled upon this when I was trying to grab a link earlier for um, the Asteroids box art. Is Super Breakout for Atari has a pretty cool has pretty cool box art. Let's see if I can actually find it now. This is not really it. Hold on, hold on. Bear with me. Okay, I'm trying. It, you're not making it easy though. Okay, here we go. I got it. Okay. Let's do this. I'm pulling it up. I'm clicking and now my computer's freezing. Right. Oh, no, don't do this. Now, now, my, now my browser's crashing. Great. I just Google Super Breakout Atari. Fine. It's it's funny. This one absolutely does not represent. Well, it sort of represents the game. So it's got a guy. Oh, the astronaut up. one. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I've, I've seen this before. It's got an astronaut. Uh, it's got like two astronauts. I, I guess there's maybe supposed to be the same one, like a big close up sort of of his face, and then like a smaller picture of him off to the side. And then it's got this is the this is the game where you've got the little paddle at the bottom and the ball bounces up and it hits the blocks at the top and you got to get the paddle in the right place at the bottom to where it bounces back up again and hits the blocks and destroys them all and like it's got the it's got like some cool like rainbow colors on the blocks and then it's got this astronaut on there and the astronaut is like running and holding apparently the paddle from the game up like sort of backwards and above his head to I guess to hit the ball back up at the blocks, like as if that's actually what's going on. Well, you can clearly see that there's a rainbow across his helmet, so it's obvious that he's attacking the rainbow right now. Right. Uh, <laughs> totally. Yeah. 
yeah. but like I I think if it weren't for the rainbow effects on like his helmet, like the the way the rainbow is reflected on his helmet and and stuff, I don't think this would be nearly as cool without the rainbow. I gotta say. Well, easily, no way, man. This is like the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And I think that's all I I think that's all I had pretty much. Word. Uh, we didn't do. We didn't figure out what we're gonna do for the next top three. No, we have no idea. Yeah. Why don't we do? Okay, all right. This this will be late on this, but we could do a Halloween related one if you if you want to. Uh, okay. I I thought of maybe uh we I think we did best horror themed games last year. We could do best um like scary moment from a game. Do you want to okay. do that? Um. I guess we could try that. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we'll try that. We'll give that a shot. For, so our next top three is going to be top three scariest moments from a classic game. Um, also, I meant to bring this up when Jay was still here, but I've got an idea that's probably terrible, but I think I'd like us to try it anyway, if you're up for it. Okay. Which is, we've got episode 50 coming up. Oh, no. In, like, two or three episodes from now. And to celebrate the resounding success of the podcast, having reached 50 episodes, turning to 300% profit per day. Wait, uh, what? uh, uh, Oh, don't worry about that. Uh, (laughs) Oh, it's not worry. (laughs) I wouldn't call it that. (laughs) I think we should do, I think it would be, I, I, we would probably have to stretch this out over a couple podcasts, but I thought, I thought it would be cool to, if we did our top 100 video games ever. Holy shit. Not, not like we would keep it, not just exclusive to classic games, just for the hell of it. Just to kind of like say, these are the games that, these are the hundred games that we think are the best games ever. We would have to, it would spend some time, like we've got, a couple, we've probably got what, this is going to be episode 47, so we've got at least a month and a half before we would have to have the list put together. Good God. <laughs> what do you, what top do you think? 100. Well, why, what about like top 50 for a 50th episode? Hmm. We could do that, but top 100 would be, uh, you want to do top 50? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> quickly you're just like ooh maybe he's right um <laughs> maybe he saves top 100 for the 100th episode <laughs> and then we'll just repeat those 50 we'll be halfway done already <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> alright well let's 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 plan on doing top 50 then for episode 50 okay and if like somehow we're like, no, we can go ahead and do 100, we'll do that, but that's probably, I'm not counting, I'm not going to count on that happening. Yeah, yeah, let's definitely not. Let's not forget still Jay about this. <laughs> that might be for the best, yeah. He might want to know all about this little plan. <laughs> all right, so top 50, we'll have that in a little while, but for the next one, we're doing our top three uh, scariest moments from a classic game. Uh, real quick, before we move on to emails, I'm going to give one last shout-out for... The donation drive we're doing for After School All-Stars. Uh, I'm not going to go into it too deeply. You hopefully have heard about it by now. If you go to pixelnachos.com, we are running a charity drive for After School All-Stars, which is a charity that I really like. 
there are so there are a couple prizes you can win. Uh, we're, we're based on how much you donate, you get a certain number of raffle tickets. You also get thank yous if you donate a certain amount. We'll thank you on the podcast and that kind of stuff. The prizes we're giving out are uh, one person's going to get to come on the show for our top three as well as for the games we played for that week. And then <clears throat> someone else is going to get a $50 uh package of games from GOG. I love packages. Yeah, we all like packages. Whoa. And uh, and then there are some... We had some achievements that I was hoping to unlock. I don't know if we're going to get to any of those. So, But the, the, all the details for this are on pixelnachos.com. It's all there. Uh, and you can just read about it all there. But, but head over and just donate from there. We don't take any percentage of the money. It all goes straight to After, after School All-Stars. Uh, and just come check it out. If you're interested in donating some money, just even a dollar or five bucks. All you have to do is five bucks is the minimum to get entered into the raffle ticket. Wait, we don't get any of this money. Where is the 300% profit coming from? Don't, like I said, don't worry about that. Damn it. Robert. Uh, so, so, so check that out. The, the October 30th is the last day that we're accepting, uh, donations for, uh, through this drive. So, Go ahead and just pause the podcast right now. Get on there, donate a few bucks, donate five bucks, so you're in for the raffle, and then uh, and then tell everybody else to do it too. Tell your friends, tell your family, <laughs> tell your kids, tell your wives. Uh, and then all right, so now so we'll go on to emails, and let's see, we got a we had a few. Let's see, we've got a we we actually had a couple tweets. This is from okay, okay. So Jeffrey Walker, who's who's written in a couple times, he he tweeted us his his favorite uh, box arts. So for number three, he had Street Fighter Two. It's all right. It's not a bad one, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> this one I don't really know where what his angle on this one is. Maybe he can write in and tell us. But he's going with TNC you, Surf Designs. Do you have links to these? Uh, I can pull it up. You're like the least professional fucking podcast <laughs> host of all time. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Here we go. TNC Surf. This is an NES game. The full name of the game was Town and Country Surf Designs Pearl City Hawaii Wood and Water Rage. Uh, you probably remember this if you see it. I I, I played this game a lot. The the I guess I I guess I could see this being someone's favorite box art it's a little bit it's on the extremely cartoony side also it's it, yeah. all right you know what i've got to disagree here and i'm not even going to try and be a dick <laughs> i know what I'm you're just going to say there's one reason i disagree with this and that's because of that fucking ljn logo that's it <laughs> there's a lot of neon going on right here <laughs> this, this box art is neon as hell this looks like it belongs <laughs> like it looks like graffiti it looks like some uh <laughs> Somebody tagged the side of a building. I can I can see where he's coming from, uh, but I, I'll have to. I don't know if I would put this on my top 100 list of box arts. I'll let it rock. Uh, aside from that LJN logo. <laughs> and then the uh, and then he's going with Chrono Trigger for number one. I'm sure you know what that looks like. See, I almost put Chrono Trigger out there, but I don't like it for one reason, and that being that the game. The box art, Robert, you might need to pull this up. 
The box art shows Marla using fire spells instead of Luca. Uh, That's hold on a second. I'm, I like it. It's really, really fantastically done art. It, Toriyama, big surprise. He kind of fucking killed it. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but the fact that Marla is the one using her... Uh, <laughs> The fire magic there. And I mean, that's like art that's based on early prototype stuff for the game, as I understand it. Sure, okay. But still, that hurts me deeply. I can understand that. This is pretty, this is some pretty sick box art. I, I like, I like how Frog is like kind of struggling. It's not just like all the heroes doing heroic poses. It's like they're actually, you can tell they're actually in some sort of trouble. To, like leap into battle. He's like, oh, I've got to prepare. I've got to arm myself. A, he looks, he looks injured to me. I I mean, he's a frog. He's going to lay low a lot of the time. That's how okay. I think of it. Okay. I can see that. Uh, that's good. He said uh, he rented it solely for the box art, and it ended up his all-time fave. <laughs> uh, he also gave it... He also threw in some honorable mentions. Let's see. Where did these go? Where did that go? Here we go. Honorable mentions. Bubble Bobble. You know what that one looks like, right? Um... Off the top of my head, I don't remember exactly, actually. Oh, okay. This one is super, super colorful. Uh, here's the, here's the tweet. And he, I, or I think I, here, hold on. Do you see that image? Oh, man. Oh, man. That's some crazy stuff. <laughs> you know what? I never really thought about this before. I always kind of thought it was like copyright information or something, but I never really paid attention to it. There's an entire paragraph. Yeah. Description yeah. <laughs> on the box on, on the top right. Let's see if I can read it all. These are two – it says Bubble Bobble. These are two hungry dino mites, and they've got bubble fighting fun down tight. <laughs> you and your two yeah. brontosaurus buddies, Bub and Bob, are up to your brows in bubble troubles. <laughs> You've got to battle – Battalions of bullies by blowing and bursting billions of bubbles. It's a fast-paced bubble banquet through over 100 screens of slap-happy suns. <laughs> Got an appetite for fun, then get blown. <laughs> that paragraph right there is why this box art is good, by the way. That is the entire reason. Yes, this is the winner. <laughs> oh my god got an appetite for fun then get blown <laughs> get blow in oh I thought it said blown no oh, it's blow in okay, with the apostrophe in place of the G at the okay end. that's a little okay. bit not as hilarious but that's still just the fact that they have that entire paragraph on there okay so there's that one uh, and then he, let's see, the rest of his honorable mentions were, uh, he said Battletoads also, nice. and, and Madden 2001 because it made me care who would be on the cover for years. <laughs> I wonder, let me see, Madden 2001. Uh, oh, it's got, is that? I don't even know. I'm, I don't even know who it is. Somebody for, uh, do, do you have a good chance of knowing who it is? Should I even show no, you? No, absolutely not. Okay. Someone from the Tennessee Titans. And, okay. Uh, 
That's all I got. That's all I got for you. Number twenty. Number twenty-seven. Good old number twenty-seven. Remember that? Good old number twenty-seven. Uh, thanks, Jeffrey, for sending those in. Um, let's see what we have. Oh, and one other. Oh, okay. Actually, someone else. Uh, Connor three thousand at or at Connor three thousand on Twitter. He said his favorite was totally Curse of Monkey Island. He loved it the second. I loved it the second I saw it when it was handed to me to play. Uh, I guess I should pull this one up as well. This one I do not like. Uh, with Curse of Monkey Island, they took a totally different direction with the box art. Uh, and of course, this came out like years after uh, the original two Monkey Island games came out, so it's understandable that it would be different. But it's it's. I don't like I don't like it just because it's different. I just like don't really like the uh the super cartoony style. It does reflect I'm trying to find a big enough image to show you. It does definitely reflect the game because this is this is this is what the game looked like uh if I remember correctly. But like here we go. I don't really like this super overblown cartoony style for this. Well, that's all that I think that's the art style that they went with with um yes. with the updated graphics, right? No, 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 no. This so this releases? is what No, this is what this is what the Curse of Monkey Island the game looked like. Um right. but on the re-releases of 1 and 2, that that's not it's not the same. They're more they look uh, on the art for the special editions, it's more like uh painted kind of. It's not really Car- it's kind of cartoony. I'm trying to think. I can't really think of anything to compare it to, but it's not. It doesn't look like this. Hmm. I'll pull up the screen. I mean, I've I have Secret of Monkey Island. I just I that looks it, it, it looks more digital. It looks like a digital version of this. Like here, here you go. Like look at this one for instance. My my, my fucking browser's gonna crash again. The the special edition art doesn't look like that to me. Like here's a scene from one of the special edition. I mean, yeah, I guess it is different. Um, it, it definitely reminded me of that. I don't know why. <laughs> no, I mean it, it is it is. I can see similarities. It's definitely like Curse of Monkey Island is straight up like it looks like a cartoon basically if you were to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. That's cool. That's all right. We're not, we're not judging you, Connor. I think that's a good box art. You like? Oh, you like it? Yeah, I think it's good. I'm. I don't know much about the game, etc. So I can't judge that. I guess, but uh, the box art itself looks good. Maybe. Hold on. Let me pull it back up. I think the border around it was a little awkward. That's the wrong one. Yeah, like the gold border. I can understand it being there, but it kind like. It gets in the way of the uh, very full action going on there. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Uh, and that's all we got. We got one more. We got one email. Ooh. This is from. Is it long? Because it's I need not very eat. long. All right. Yeah, I need to sleep. Is this from William? He uh, uh he says okay. So I've been trying to think of games to request for you guys over the last few weeks. We need to, you uh, need to make like a Google Doc out of the request that we get yeah. because you'll mention them and then I'll be like, yeah, I should play one of those sometime. And then the next day, I don't remember that. I know. 
I do need. I always think about that one time. Like we've had some people request games. We're like, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> like this, and then we immediately forget about it. <laughs> Next week, it's uh, like I played a game that's a complete antithesis of what was requested. Uh, <laughs> hope you like it. Uh, <laughs> Deal with it. Since I play mainly the Nintendo handhelds, I thought it'd be cool to do a week focused on those. Having said that, I haven't gotten through more than half of your shows yet, so I'm not even sure if you've done one yet. Uh, didn't Jay do? Well, you did one of the Zelda ones, right? I did recently, Awakening. yeah. And Jay was oh, okay, just yeah, yeah. I did Link's Awakening, and he did Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. The oh, two right. Okay. He talked about earlier. Yeah. Okay. Um. Actually, I'll go ahead and respond to this part real quick. I just bought a uh, Game Boy Color on eBay, and because I kind of decided, I was like, I haven't played any Game Boy games in a really long time. I'd like to, I like to go back and play a few of those. So I bought a Game Boy Color, and guess what game I got? I think I said Pokemon? I don't. Yep, I got Pokemon, <laughs> <laughs> which I have never played any Pokemon game before. Wait, really? Yes, that's oh, why I got it. Shit. I was like, well, if I'm going for the Game Boy, I gotta finally play Pokemon. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. This should be interesting. Yeah. I'm really interested to see, like, cause I, ba- I, I have very, like, I know basically what the game is, but I. <laughs> you know the basics, but once you get into the details, you're gonna need some help. I know I, I'm supposed to go around and catch Pokemons and make them fight each other, and that's literally what I know about it. Exactly. So, I'm really interested to see. If I if I end up liking it as much as everybody else in the world apparently does, um, so that'll be coming up, William. Ho- uh, hopefully by the by the next episode, I'll I'll have played that enough to talk about it. He says, anyway, I've enjoyed your point and click talks as I recently enjoyed Space Quest Five: The Next Mutation. Uh, when I played it, as I really enjoyed Space Quest Five: The Next Mutation when I played it growing up, it was the only one I played though. Yeah, I think the one that I talked about on the podcast was number four, and I was actually thinking about playing five soon, too. I may start playing five, and then, like, I may kind of play that at the same time as Pokemon right now, because I was actually thinking about playing the next Space Quest game myself. Speaking of the point-and-click, I mean, I don't want to get in the way of this email too much, but have you... I don't know if we've talked about this. Have you done anything with the new King's Quest? No, I haven't haven't played it. Okay, are you waiting until... Like, the whole thing is out? I'm not sure. Um, okay. It kind of just depends. There, I, I, I don't know if I really care enough to play it. Hmm. I've heard oh. I've heard some very good things. I, I've heard some people say they love it. I've heard some people say they absolutely hate it. So I don't I really know what... From what I've seen, that. I think you would enjoy it, at least. Okay. All it's right, well, a I'm, different I mean, experience, but it's... It's a decent continuation, maybe. Okay. I I think it looks visually it looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna ever really feel like diving in and giving it a shot, but it Plus, doesn't look. Hey, like... it's about like it's kind of about um a granddaughter, like young girl. Like it, it's not a father daughter thing, but it's close. <laughs> Are you saying that because I have a daughter? Yes, exactly. You okay. right? still have her, right? I can relate to this game. Yeah, that's the yep. That's exactly. <laughs> All right, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, actually, 
very coincidentally, I will be playing a handheld game, and I will be I do plan on playing Space Quest Five uh, very soon as well. Uh, he says, I came across The Silent Age on iOS, which I enjoyed, but it was rather short. Have you played it? I have not played that. Do you know what that is, Blake? Say it again? The Silent Age? The Silent Age. I don't even... Um, uh, I don't think it's the one by Double Fine. No, this is something else. I don't think okay, I recognize look, this at all. I don't either. Apparently it's got good ratings. Yeah, very good. I'm trying to pull up some information. It's also on Steam, so if you wanted to check it out there. Okay. That looks pretty... It looks... Oh, I'll pull up the image of it. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about this, but apparently it's gotten good reviews. Oh, I, I actually... I think I have seen a little bit about this, but I don't I don't know... I basically know nothing about it. But mm. it's a point and click, I'm pretty sure. Um, Going back to his email... Uh, the TIE Fighter. Okay, he says TIE Fighter played for ages. Tried it again recently, and it did not age well at all. It was a huge disappointment and a hit to my childhood. Whoa! I don't know how you can say that because I think TIE Fighter holds up extremely well. <laughs> uh, I played it for ages as well, and I, uh, I don't know if he, he wrote TIE Fighter with a question mark, so I don't know if he's asking if I've played it. Or if he's asking why I liked it so much because he heard that episode. But uh, we did talk about TIE Fighter shortly after uh, GOG re-released those. So, William, when you get to that episode, listen to it and write us back and tell you what, what tell us what you think. But uh, I, I, I still very much like TIE Fighter. I feel like it held up as well as you can expect any game to hold up, pretty much. Um, he says, now enough of my fan voyage. My requests for Blake, Mega Man Zero. Uh, at least the first. I, would... I have uh, I've played a little bit of one of them before. It's a very different Mega Man game. Like I, I want to say it's kind of a Metroidvania, but for no, we... um for Mega Man ish, like it's much more in that direction than it is a typical Mega Man game. Um, it's actually on my list of uh, retro achievement games that I want to get around to. Okay. He also says for you. Gunstar Superheroes GBA. Hmm. I've played... Um, go, okay, go ahead. Uh, it is a fast-paced metal slug kind of game, but with a little more genesis and flashiness and style. Because hmm. I've played uh, the original Gunstar Heroes, which is, I think that's another one that's on Retro Achievements that I was like, you know what, I should try that <laughs> out some more sometime. Because I've played it for maybe five minutes before. So, hmm, interesting. I didn't know that there was any more Gunstar Heroes games. <laughs> uh, for Jay, he requests Dragon Warrior 3. Uh, I don't think Jay's played that one, has he, for the for the podcast? I don't know that he's played any of the Dragon Warriors. We had a request... Wait, he did Dragon Quest 1, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure. Um, yeah, uh, 2 and 3, uh, neither of us have done on the podcast. I don't think I've done them off the podcast either. Okay. Uh, he says he's been meaning to play it, but he's currently preoccupied with Final Fantasy VI Advance. Uh, he uh, also he also requests Super Robot Tizen Two, which is Advance Wars ish. Huh. I don't I don't know anything about it. Uh, I had I never had a Game Boy Advance. 
Yeah, neither did I. I had a friend that had it. Um, he had the Street Fighter game on it where Akuma was super broken, I think. And uh, oh, really? The only time I got into GBA stuff was when I got my first GBA emulator. <laughs> so that I think I got it so that I could play the Castlevania games on it too. Oh, nice. Uh, I do want to play Advance Wars at some point because apparently that game's really good. Hmm. Um, and then he says, for me, for 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 that this is me saying it's for me. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Game Boy Color. Lol, I'm a huge fan of the Metal Gear Solid series too. <laughs> yeah, apparently I, I looked into this. I actually didn't. I did not even know that this game was a game. Yeah, but I don't know. Apparently, this before. It's supposed to be. I think pretty good. Maybe I'm just making that up and I didn't actually even look into it, but, uh, uh, let's see. Like from what I can tell, yeah, it actually like had pretty solid reviews. Interesting. Um, I looked it up on eBay and it seems pretty expensive. The copies that I could find. So, uh, you know what? Actually, no, they weren't, they weren't too bad. I'll play this at some point. Probably. I'm gonna have to pretty much now that I know that it, that it exists. Oh God! Don't tell Jay. <laughs> Don't tell Jay. We'll leave that part out. We'll just tell him that he has a Dragon Warrior three request. That poor bastard. And that he's gonna and that he's got to come up with his fifty favorite games ever. Yeah, that'll be a good time for all of I'll us. I'll lead in. I'll lead in with a hundred, and then I'll say, you know what? Let's just do fifty, and that'll make yeah. it seem so much better. Uh. <laughs> Now that's all we got. That's our that's our emails and tweets and shit for this week. Sweet. You want to talk? You want to talk, <laughs> talk real quick about? Uh, you want to do the current gaming subcast? Um, I don't even know what I've been doing lately. You know what? Actually, I did uh, one thing. I helped a friend move from Cali, and while I was there, uh, we played uh, we played board games, which is the first time I played board games in God knows how long, years and years. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, we, the play. first one we played was Eldritch Sign, okay, which is a um, Lovecraftian based uh, board game, and it's not even exactly a board game. It's like because there's no board, you play based on these cards. The cards are your board. Um, it's dice based. It's uh, it was a lot of fun. Like it was fun enough that when I got back, uh, me and my lady ordered it off of Amazon. We still haven't gotten around to playing it yet, but I'm looking forward for her having her first experience with that because that game was a really, really good time. If you want, if you're looking for a board game, um, I recommend Eldritch Signs. And then the other one we played was, um, I think it was Eldritch Horror. Let me double check real quick. Okay. Um, yes. Also, actually, real quick, Eldritch Signs is also a, available on mobile in a single okay. player experience. It's uh, right. pretty well designed, I think. Then uh, Eldritch Horror is very much like Eldritch Signs. It's another Lovecraftian-based setting, and uh, this one has an actual board game, and it's it's kind of like Eldritch Signs kicked up to the 100th degree. It's way more complicated, way more in-depth, a lot more going on, and uh, we got our asses kicked when we played that one. Oh, really? One, yeah, we won Eldritch Signs, though. That was cool. Uh, these are co-op. These are both co-op board games, by the way, uh, where you're playing against. Um, the board itself. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, my daughter is like to the age now where I can actually play like fun board games with her that aren't just like <laughs> mindless, like Candyland and shit. 
Yeah. Uh, and I would recommend, if you want another co-op game, looking into uh, Forbidden Island. It is, it's probably better if you have, like, more than just two people, like three or four. I don't think you can play... I, don't, I think four is the max. But uh, it's tons of fun. <laughs> and it's, it's the same kind of thing. You don't actually have a board. You have little tiles that make up a board. Okay. And uh, the, the whole thing is, like, you're, there's treasures on the island, and you're supposed to be uh, getting the treasures and making sure nobody... The island's flooding at the same time, so you, like, take away pieces of the tile, like, pieces like tiles as the as the island floods. Hmm. Uh, and it's... It is, and, like, each person kind of has their own role, so they have different abilities that they can do, so you have to work together to try to, like, get all the treasure without... And, and get off the island before the whole thing floods. That's yeah. it's, it's a really fun game. Sounds pretty cool. Uh... Also, this is not a co-op game, but King of Tokyo is a really cool game. It's like a giant monster game where you're basically like trying to take over Tokyo, and uh, and it's it's really cool too. It's got it's got a follow up that was King of New York, which is also really good. Hmm. Uh, I would I would recommend checking those out if you're if you're looking into uh, board games because that's what we've been playing lately, and I've actually been having a lot of fun with those. Uh, Outside of board games, I actually finished uh, the Talos Principle last week. Oh, nice! Yeah, I <laughs> thought it was. I thought. Have you played it? No, I've heard a few people talk about it. The reason I laughed right there is because uh, just the other day, I know a guy that's trying to learn how to speed run the game. Like he's routing it himself. Oh, okay. And he got to this one point where, like, he'd been staring at a puzzle for so long. Like this, there was a pop up that came up that was like. Do you need some help or something like that? Yeah, there was one where uh, I was it, – it actually turned out not to be very hard, but I just like for some reason got stuck on it. And uh, so like the whole the whole premise of the game is you like – you basically you start the game and then you're all of a sudden in this world and there's this voice talking to you. And you don't know like where you are or who you are, but there's kind of – it's like it's supposed to be like a godlike voice, like kind of like walking you through and telling you to like go yeah. solve all these puzzles and stuff. And, uh, yeah, there was one where I was stuck on a one puzzle for a really long time, and the god character said, like, there's no shame in just moving on. Like, he didn't say I'm super lame like I just did it, but he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, uh, you know. Totally there's, there's condescending. No <laughs> right. If you he's suck, like, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. He, t- he, like, comes on and tells you, like, if you can't figure out there's no shame in just moving on and going on to something else. Uh, was that, is that maybe what you, what, what you saw? I don't know. Something maybe. Like that. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Um, but yeah, that happened. Uh, I thought it was a good game. Like it got really, really good reviews and it really looked like, uh, an interesting game to me. And for the first, like, like half of the game, I was completely enthralled and I was absolutely loving it. And then, like, it, so it took me about 20 hours to beat. And I'd say, like, the second half, like, slowly, slowly, slowly started to go a little bit downhill. Uh, there are multiple different endings that you can get, and I haven't checked them all out. The ending I got is sort of like, I, I kind of got, uh, like, the vanilla ending. And it was not super sad. It wasn't very satisfying for me. Hmm. Um, also... Some of the writing is super lame. Uh, you you read these, you find these computer terminals throughout the game, and you read these little like bits and pieces of emails, 
and other documents, and they kind of give you hints uh, at, like, what exactly is going on and, like, where you are and all that kind of stuff. And it's, like, some of them are, like, transcripts from, like, chat rooms or, you know, like, they're supposed to look like that. And, like, it's, like, they're trying to do their best to emulate the way people talk in chat rooms and, like, in email and stuff. And they and it just comes across as, like, really lame and then, like, there are these, like, voice recording memos that you come across that are also pretty lame. Like, some of the writing on those parts of the game where you're listening to people talk or you're, like, reading emails and stuff, like, it, the, it was not done very well. But the writing on the, like, overarching game overall is pretty good. I just wasn't really satisfied with the ending. But, uh, but it's, I would definitely rec- recommend checking it out because many more people like it a lot more than I do. And I still, like, I still had a really good time playing with it. Uh, enough. I liked it enough to to beat the game at 20 hours. So definitely right, check yeah. it. Out, I'd say <laughs> it's kind of like a portal like puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but aside from that, that's all I've got. I've I've been playing some other stuff, but I'll, I'll probably wait till I beat it since we're kind of going on a little bit long for this. A little episode. bit long, just a lot of bit long. Yeah, <laughs> we're like average for us. <laughs> well. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Thank God that guy Jay left. Oh man, well he'd all, he'd just be quiet right now anyway. Well, that's true. <laughs> like, oh, um, I'm good. I, I mean, what else have I been doing? I spent 130 bucks on Marvel Heroes. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, it unlocked like over half of the cast for me. It gave me a bunch of boosts for my account and all this other stuff. And I needed to treat myself to something after I helped my friend drive across the country. Mm-hmm. But um, man, what else? Uh, yeah, I spent the 130 on that because the way I saw it, like I needed the little pick me up, and at the time I had put about like 170 hours into the game, something like that, and it's like okay. I'm basically paying them less than a dollar per hour of what I've played their game so far. I'm kind of okay with that. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah well, that's... What, what, what was it that you... Like, what is it that you spent money on? Um, There was this big mega pack that gave me all these boosts. Uh, it gave me these 60 items that could be any... They could be these random different things, boosts, etc., for uh, temporary experience gains and things. Um... Then it unlocked 43 characters in the game for me. The 43 characters Damn. that have come out. Um, the game has 61 characters now, I believe. Holy shit. And that unlocked 43 of them, and I'd already had a few unlocked from uh, playing the game just normally. So that unlocked... I'm only missing, like, five people in the cast right now. Nice. Out of all the characters in the game. So I'm pretty well set there. Uh, and then it gave me a bunch of the points... The game, it's since it's a free-to-play game, it has the cash system where you buy points, and it gave me 2,000 of those points. Those points could be used for all sorts of things. I can use those points to unlock more characters, to get costumes, to get extra stash space, all this other stuff. Um, and then I got a permanent, uh, 100% always active 5% boost to my experience gains. Oh, wow. To, um, to my rare and my special item finds. So that was pretty cool, and then there was like a pet that came with it and some other stuff. Um, I got a few skins out of the uh, 60 fortune cards that I had, that I opened. Um, But no, just skins handed over just from that. Okay. 
Um, that was about it, yeah. I was like, you know what, I don't have any characters in the game that I want to level up right now that I have unlocked, so fuck it, this is a good idea. And it really was. <laughs> cool. I'm trying to think. I've, uh, I haven't really been doing much else. I've been trying to get through Metal Gear Solid Five, but I haven't managed it yet. Oh, okay. uh, every, like I booted up, I've booted up once in the past month, and it's not because the game's bad. It's just that like it's hard to get back into it because it's a very in-depth game. There's a lot going on with it. Yeah, and so uh, just opening it back up and being like it's a little overwhelming sometimes. Sure. Yeah, I can, I can, I can definitely understand that from from what I know of the game. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. Uh, I, there was another one I was trying to think of. Oh, I've been playing some Heroes of the Storm, going through my dailies on that game every once in a while. Cool. I guess. Yeah, I, know, I guess that's been, about it. Yeah. I fell off of Heroes of the Storm a little bit. I did for a while, and I got back into it a um, month and a half ago, I'd say. Okay. Sweet. Well, I think that does it. I think that's an episode. Yeah. Video games. How cool are they? Yeah. Send us an email. Mail at ClassicGamingPodcast.com. Leave us some amazing reviews on iTunes. Go to PixelNachos.com also and donate some money to After School All-Stars. Maybe get yourself a little chance to come chill with us on an episode. I mean, that's worth it alone. Right? Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. You can tell us your 50 favorite games of all time. <laughs> and then go buy one of one of Blake's uh, new shirts. Yeah, or a hoodie, or a hoodie, or buy both. Sometimes yeah. it's hot and sometimes it's cold, and you need to be prepared. That's how I live, baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, once again, the next top three is scariest moments in games in classic games. Send us those as well. And I think that does it. Am I leaving anything out, Blake? Um, booty, booty, butt cheeks. There you go. That was it. it. That was what I was. That was what I forgot. Yeah. See you guys. Why I'm here? Yeah. Peace.